not even going to be able to go to AX this year. That's expensive. Yeah, and literally Evo is the weekend right after that. Mm. So <laughs> so you just fly straight from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. It's right there. Nah, I'm good, man. Uh, <laughs> touch your microphone. What? I'm testing a microphone. What are we talking about? What are you going to do? You're going to a strip club? I'm going to Evo. That's uh, not what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Steven? Microphone check. All right, it seems, yeah. seems to work, I guess. <laughs> the fuck was that? That's my new voice. Yeah, yeah that's he's gonna do the whole it's podcast. It's kind of like, like you're gonna throw up or explode the whole time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good transition for Resident <laughs> Evil discussions. <laughs> 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 Morphing. My favorite um, Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert stand-up skit is. Um, if you want to Google it, it's called Waiters Nauseated by Food. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's just two waiters that are um, telling the specials to a table, <laughs> but they can't, like, physically get through it because yeah, they're, they're gagging. Gagging by, about, <laughs> because they're talking about food. <laughs> this is, it's from, like, it's from 1995. Let's play a clip of that to open it's a good, uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a really good skit. The so, cold, cold open should just be that skit. It's from the Dana Carvey show, which was canceled after five episodes. That's not very long. No, deemed but. too offensive. Too offensive. Whoa. One of the cold openings had um, Dana Carvey dressed up like um, President Clinton, and he was. Uh, oh, that's not okay. He, had, he was breastfeeding a cat, and he had six nipples. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was. I'm too, sure. I'm sure it made sense. seven o'clock on ABC on a Wednesday. Yeah, that's uh, too too graphic of for content. 1995. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Is that yours? No, no, it's mine. What are you doing? You're breaking it. Hanging out of the table. I should probably find the charger for that so it won't die after like five seconds. Uh, yeah. Maybe a new battery is what you need. Uh, yeah. doesn't take batteries. It runs on fun. Yeah, but <laughs> you're, you, you've been running on the same fun box for <laughs> ten years fun now. Fun box is something different, I think. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> an accordion. Yeah. The Who sang about that. <laughs> they did. That's All your favorite instrument. Beep, Weird beep, beeping. Ah, that's, that's, the, that's the volume knob. Yeah. Don't, the other one's the... Uh, they're not knobs. They're, they're switches. What? Don't talk or everybody button. explodes. Is that what the butt the beeping sounds? Yeah. Is that, that game? That's a game. Yeah, yeah you have to like, turn the alarm off. Let's play that. Yeah, so let, let us do that. That's they should make game. a paper version. They ha- I have what? Like a board, like a tabletop. Oh, but then yeah. how would the bomb? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They can figure it out. It's yeah. a timer. Dice dude. rolls. <laughs> it's a timer. Dice. Yeah. It's like Don't Wake Daddy. <laughs> oh, I remember that. The game was terrifying. Yeah. Don't Wake Daddy. That imperfection. Yeah, that game is nerve wracking. Because that it's game like, is. I wanted to Pop! be when I was four. I wanted to be a surgeon, uh-huh. but perfection the, was per- like no. Well, no. Actually, I'm thinking of uh, that other game. So uh, never mind. Oh, uh, Operation. Yeah, that was Operation. Operation that game's also nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, they should it's... make a game called Perfection Operation. Ooh, oh god! It's like you're playing <laughs> Operation, but after 35 seconds, all the organs <laughs> pop out. <laughs> you didn't do it fast enough. Body goes into cardiac arrest. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound fun at all. No, no, no. I'm gonna okay. Well, cut that out because I'm gonna. Co- I'm gonna <laughs> just gonna go get the copyright on Perfection Operation. Yeah, we're just gonna redact perf- for the last. Perf- 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 or- no, just Perfection Operation Monopoly. Is the name <laughs> of the game. Ooh, so as you're doing, perf- as you're, as you're, I'm the only fast surgeon there is. You have to be buying real estate from your friends. No, no, it's the opposite. There's oh. no other fast surgeons available. I'm the only You're one. The only I have one. the monopoly. You have the monopoly. So, so you have to come to me. Hanging out in Indiana As fast Avenue. as possible. And then, I don't know, you can 
throw some other board game in there. Like uh, life. Twister. <laughs> the game of life. Do you Twister, wanna... which is just like a game where teenagers can like get into sexual positions. Yeah. It's just like, strange. That's like sexual just... positions from like the 70s. Like, right. When it was like... <laughs> Old weird sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you could probably like, put in sorry or like, something. This one's sorry. Sorry is a good game. That is a good game. Like, there's a lot of bad board games, like Monopoly. Yes. I think life, life is not a good board game. It's not. But it just teaches you how, like, boring and mundane life actually is. I think that's the point. Actually, Sorry taught me more about life <laughs> than life. Bad sorry, life. man. I got to cut in front of you to get home. Yeah. Bad life lessons. Yeah. This is a board game podcast. This is board Let's game talk about board games. What's your other favorite board game? Um, of all time? Yeah, just in general. I like that one game where there was a volcano you had to climb, and then oh. the top of it there was the volcano bowl, yeah. and then the volcano bowl would spin. I'm not familiar with this one. John I, Michael I vaguely remembers yeah. this one. I really like some sort of Hero island. Quest was a good one. Hero Quest, that's good. If we're yeah. being silly answers, uh, Mousetrap was fucking awesome when I was a kid. Yeah, but once, once again, Mousetrap. You build it. Yeah, we talked game. about Mousetrap before. Yeah, show. well, okay, we've all we've all done it the you same get to way. The end. Well, you don't even play the game. You no. just set it up to yeah, make the, the big Rube Goldberg machine. Well, there's nothing to do. <laughs> right, there's that's nothing, the thing. You, you you just like try to get to the end, then you go in a circle. Yeah, and yeah. see who lands on, doesn't land in the cage. My real answer is Dark Tower because that game is fucking that game awesome. Is great. Yeah. Sounds yeah. cool. Stephen King book. I like that. No, I don't know. Maybe it's just like you're like questing. Giant ominous scene. tower, and it's from like the like, '80s, and the thing yeah, spin in the middle you of told it. Me about it. We've talked about this on the yeah, show. Yeah, you gotta get too. it fixed. Yeah, we have it, and it works. It works. Right. But the um the things that spin in the circle aren't lined up. Yeah, get Weston so on that. We were working on that. My my oh. family would play a game called Nightmare. And oh, it was, was that the one with the VHS tape? It was an interactive yeah. uh, VHS board game. <laughs> so you play, there's been a murder well, in Savannah. So there's a VHS tape, and it runs for 60 minutes, and you put it in your VCR, and a timer clicks down, uh-huh. and your your game has a host. It's the whoever a the ghost gatekeeper. Host. He's a scary guy. Yeah. Sure. And it's a board game, but then every so often, the scary host, like lightning and thunder cracks and... Because uh, you have the volume up very loud when you play this yeah, game. As you should. And he comes on the screen, he yells at you, <laughs> and then you have to listen to what he tells you. So you so can like throw a wrench in your game. Something. I, you know, it's crazy. They they made uh, different versions of this game. That one one of them had like a like a I want to say a voodoo priest. His Ooh. name was Baron Samadai. Ooh. And then maybe one of them had a mummy. I don't know. So next time it's like a dark, rainy, stormy night, everyone should come over and we can play Betrayal. Okay. Like, yeah. Is that like Nightmares or VHS tape? There's no VHS tape, but so it's like you're one. like in a haunted house and then halfway through the game, like someone becomes evil. Yeah. But who's evil? The game is actually yeah. really it's good. All, it's the, the yeah. game decides. Exactly. Yeah, the game Just decides. like the, my doctor game. Yep. It's like so whatever condition like has to be like met, like that ends up like turning someone into then, the villain and then like all the other players have to like try and beat the villain to figure out who the werewolf is. I'm always yeah. the I'm always the who jock guy. The He's yeah. got all the strength but no intelligence. Mm. Nope. Sometimes you need that intelligence, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's that game's really fun. It's might have been the longest like cold open. It's not really ever. No, it's cold. Is it cold? I don't know because because at this point we've just the theme song probably started this and we kind of faded into the mic check into this right. because this is we're five seven minutes in. This is just a new segment. And altogether. this is uh, this is Game Works Press. Time. Oh, that's some, that's another podcast. That's another this podcast. Is Game this is Game we, Works Press. We just we just finished our episode of Tabletop Time. That's it. We're, that's we're it. Just feeling the energy from it. This is episode number one hundred and sixty-five. Welcome. Thank you for listening. We're all here. <laughs> You're still listening, except hey. for Neil. 
because Neil's moving, so he's packing boxes. Not like away. No, just to a different place inside of Baton Rouge. So hopefully be back soon. Packing boxes was a euphemism for when I was a kid when we go beat up smaller kids. Yeah, packing boxes. Wow. <laughs> back in the eighties, that's what we you know we live on the streets. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen packing boxes, Martin. Yeah. Watch out, kids, <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> I'm making punching motions. Yeah, it's I don't beat up kids anymore. Okay, my, oh, my okay. lawyer said that I can't. Do you can't that. do that anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> last week was a bad week. What so a bully! <laughs> I wasn't a bully when I was a kid. Just for the record, I, I do not approve of bullying. Yeah, this is a new life experience. I was probably bullied as a kid. I don't yeah, know. I'm gonna clear the record. <laughs> Vaughn Venters. Hi, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, busy, but... Back again. It is what it is. You know. We missed you last week. I missed y'all too. I just want you to know that. Okay. John Michael Carley for the third week in a row, still Whoa, chained to the table. I'm he still here. Leave. I told you I would be here. So, <laughs> so, now I am. And we'll, we'll call Neil later and ask how the packing's going. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. a live segment. Yeah, we're going to Skype him in. Yep. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't, I don't know how to do all that, so I'm probably just going to hold the speakerphone. Periscope. That to works too. Phone, <laughs> yeah. To the microphone. That always sounds really good. Yeah. For this week's intro question. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot we have this. This is a question that I thought of when we were riding in the car back and forth today to work. Way what far is your away favorite board game? What is your favorite <laughs> color? Um, mm, blue. Blue. Red. Green. Actually, black. Red is the correct color. color yes, good job. Uh, for this week's intro question, is Dark Souls now a genre? Yes, no, and why do you think that? Because we're having more and more games come out that everyone's like, let's just Dark Souls. And our discussing with, with Neo last week kind of mm -hmm. had me thinking about that. Is, is Dark Souls now just a genre? And if so, what do you call it? Or is it still just an action rogue thing? <laughs> Open world action RPG? Uh, I would say that it could be considered a, a genre. That, I mean, if you're if you have another game and it's just when your immediate response to that game is, "Wow, this is like Dark Souls," mm -hmm. like so. Uh, I, I mean, I guess you could. I guess that one of the problems is is that that uh, genre uh, really only works as like a, a framework for your game. I mm -hmm. think in some ways, because I mean, it's. I still, like, with Neo, I still feel like I'm playing Dark Souls. So right. it's not like this is, I mean, I don't know. Uh, this is a hard question. <laughs> because, because it is, it, it does feel like its own separate game, but bottom line is it still feels like Dark Souls. So right. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, think. Everyone else talk about it. I'm going to form more <laughs> cohesive answer. I think Dark Souls is just Dark Souls. Okay. For the, for the most part. Like that. That's true. Like it's well, like it's still yeah. like it, it felt, It's like it's its own series. Like no other game can really like emulate what Dark Souls. Well, like I guess is. the idea isn't that it's trying to emulate what Dark Souls is, because obviously those games will always be their own. But right. it's taking again that framework of it of like these like kind of difficult like RPG style action games, but with like. I don't know how you build your character is important, and like how you play the game is important. Like paying attention to the gameplay mechanics are important. So yeah, but that's like every like open world RPG. It's disagree. Not, it's not absolutely disagree, I disagree. With that statement. I mean, mm -hmm. in, in a in a game where you collect things, you level up your guy. Yeah. You fight these tough boss battles, in whatever order you want. You get killed. You lose all your things you're collecting unless you go back and get them right. from that same character. We could name a bunch of games right now that follow that same World of Warcraft path. Yeah. You die, you gotta go back to your body. That's true. Mm. Definitively, Dark Souls is not a, its own genre. Games can have elements of other games, but until it creates a completely 
undefined experience that hasn't been done before because mm-hmm. Dark Souls isn't the first third person, you know, RPG right with mm-hmm. blinding difficulty and it's not even that difficult. Right. Um so no uh, games can ape it. Now Neo has been in development for 10 years, mm-hmm. right? But we don't know what that game was 10, 8 or 5 years ago. Right. So did Neo change because uh you know, Team Ninja hadn't made a popular game in a long time, and that's true. I mean, I can't remember was was Ninja Gaiden two the last game that I bought uh, from Team Ninja. That doesn't count Dead or Alive because I do buy Dead or Alive, but right, but they didn't. Uh, uh, yeah, it's probably Ninja Gaiden two. What yeah. about Salt and Sanctuary, Shadow of the Dam? Right, there's plenty of games know. now. Shadows of the Dam have nothing to do with Dark Souls. No. So that's Wait, that's like. I thinking of that? Oh, you must be thinking uh, of um, what's that game called? It's free on PlayStation Plus not too long ago. Worst Dark Souls. We call oh, it like Lords of the Lords of the Fallen. Sure, yeah, Lords of the Fallen. You know, like Bloodborne, which doesn't technically count. Well, that's yeah, that's yeah but you had in the nineties, you had platforming games, two D. They're all fucking same. Ren right. and Stimpy, and <laughs> it's you know Star Wars, and like that's it's, yeah, games are bound to the limitations well. of development. Right, right. and platforming is a genre. Sure. So is whatever Dark Souls does. I'm not saying like it's Dark Souls, but like whatever Dark Souls is. I mean, but, in, in the early 2000s, we saw a lot of games rip off Batman combat, and all those games right. came out were saying that's just Batman combat. But that was just one thing. One whereas I feel like game. these games that are basically Dark Souls, with all those different traits I was talking about, is a bigger thing than ripping off Batman and combat. And it, itself, Neo is nothing like Dark Souls in the fact that you don't have this overarching world that's like connected to itself. Yeah. You've got menus that you. You're is like it Demon levels. Souls? You have menus. No, no, not really. You have like portals you walk out of. Um, okay, so I guess, like, definition-wise, I don't think it is like its own genre, mm-hmm. uh, in the the hardest sense, I guess, possible. But I do think it is a game that definitely has enough elements, or a series of games that <laughs> has enough elements that people want to emulate. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Again, I don't know that it's its own genre. I, think I sure it, wish it was. I think yeah. it's I think it's its own like tour de force that like other yeah. games want to emulate Part and see the... success in and like have I don't know, a piece of that pie or whatever. I, I just I feel like I see more and more games coming out in the past couple of years where people describe it as it's like Dark Souls, but <laughs> yeah, it's Dark exactly. Souls, but you're a samurai. It's like Dark, it's Dark Souls, Souls, but 2D. It's Dark Souls, but bad. Like, yeah, I feel like if you're gonna say it's a Dark Souls genre, I don't think that would be very descriptive of much. Well, it <laughs> depends on what your game is. I, well, it, again, I, I sorry to interrupt you, but uh, Jesus I would, Christ! <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, I guess that that Dark Souls is like the the jumping off point for whatever else you want to explain about this game. Mm-hmm. It's like take this, but now I'm gonna tell you more about it. Right. So I want you to have a, a first glimpse into what you can kind of expect from it, and, but here's some more things about it. It's like Dark Souls, but you have to get 30 yards to get a first down, <laughs> and you can actually you can hit each other, and there's no you know there's yeah. no penalties. It's fine. That's yeah, I, I feel that it just falls <laughs> under the action adventure RPG in a sea of other action adventure sure, RPGs yeah, yeah, that borrow its form. <laughs> Right, yeah, kind of like platformers. Like so we don't have we don't have a Mario genre. It's a platformer. Right, it's a sea of millions of other platformers that borrow from it. We can't call things Dark Soul likes now, like roguelikes. Well, you can. But Dark Soul likes. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good talk. Are you? Well, do you think? Uh, did you even answer? Do you think? Yeah. What Dark do you? Souls, you were the host. Oh, we all came to a, a, an amalgamation. I don't of answers, think it is. But... I don't know shit about Dark Souls. I mean, I probably say as <laughs> as a, a genre is probably like putting too hard of a label on it. Subgenre. Subgenre, maybe like a Dark Souls. Sure. Yes. Yeah, I can go with that. That, that could be fun. Yeah, so. I completely. It is definitely a subgenre. Yeah. There are when you say it's like it's like Dark Souls, but um, there's a lot of expectations that mm-hmm. you immediately right. set. Uh, you know, you expect boss encounters you expect kind of like twisting worlds at mm-hmm. least i do and even right. most of the dark souls games don't have that beautiful in- interconnected oh i'm here now all of a sudden right i mean resident evil 7 did that right yeah. for a moment yeah it had like oh i'm here all of a sudden this kind right. of feels yeah. like dark souls yeah um but that's not a bad like, every game could have a moment like that i think right. that's just this uh wonderful point of realization where mm-hmm. uh, a game can surprise you in a certain way right and dark souls has a as a as a franchise, um, and maybe a genre, sub-genre. has a history of a subgenre has a history of, of delightfully surprising you yes. um, to the detriment or to you know to your success. But right, uh, I think that's those are my favorite moments of a Souls game or a Bloodborne where I'm I'm not expecting something to happen, right. mm-hmm. and either it's punishing or I've somehow made it through. Yeah. But you or, can say that about any video game. Yeah. When you're when you have an obstacle ahead of you, like I'm down 25 points. This is the fourth quarter, or like <laughs> I'm last place in this fucking race, and yeah, it's you know. So any any game where you can kind of like surprise yourself by whether or not you've been able to complete an objective at hand, or just you've been shown something new in the game that you didn't expect. Yeah. You know. I would uh, definitely, and in, in, especially in the terms of like exploration for Dark Souls. Um, oh my God. Definitely so much more. Definitely with exploration, but boss battles can surprise you too. But truly, like whenever you go to a new area and you can look out on the landscape, you're like, whoa! I didn't realize that's where I was. That's that's an that's area I saw earlier in the game. Yeah. It's now below me. Like I want to try and get there. Let's talk about briefly, like the the guise of a Western RPG and like this huge mass of a world. You can go anywhere. It's a world full of th- of things I'm not interested in. It's like empty, boring, right. nowhere to go. Like it, you have everywhere to go but nothing to do. Yes. Right. But in a Souls game, the areas are not large, but the ex the desire to explore, at least personally, oh, it's, you it's so much find more than everything in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I don't know. Maybe I'm completely biased because yeah. I, I've been playing these games for a few oh, years, yeah. but a little bit. Right. Fair enough. Cool. It's, I'm it Adam. is its own genre, and you're yeah. Adam. <laughs> I'm Adam Arinder, and it's Friday, February 17th, 2017. I didn't do that earlier. Talk about board games there. more. Yeah. Talk about like real board games. games. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry 2. Sorry Part 2. Holy shit. <laughs> it's two levels. There's a bottom level. Ooh, it's we're like on the, here. Yeah. You know what I do want to talk about, though? Resident Evil 7. Ooh. Sure. We alluded to that for a second. And this will probably be the last time we talk about Resident Evil 7, because I finally beat it. And we all beat it at this table. We've all finished it. And Neil's not here. And that the one positive thing about Neil not being here is we can fucking talk spoilers and I don't yeah. feel bad. So, if you're listening to this and you have not beaten Resident Evil, jump ahead to I might record scratch and be talking in like a second that's not right now and they won't know what I said. Then I'll record scratch back. but Or read the... Uh, the show notes, and I'll put the spoiler times. Yes. So yeah, if you have not idea. played Resident Evil 7 to completion and care about spoilers, you should probably stop listening right now. Hey guys, it's Adam here. Like I said, I'm going to tell you the timestamp to fast forward to if you do not want to hear any Resident Evil spoilers. Because we're about to spoil everything about this game pretty much. 
So if you want to stay spoiler-free, jump ahead to about the 38-minute mark in this podcast. So I'll repeat, if you want to stay spoiler-free on Resident Evil 7, jump ahead to minute 38 of this show. All right, I'm going to count you back in. Three, two, one. But otherwise... Okay, so yeah, I finished that game, and I'll... I'm coming from the the perspective I've never played a Resident Evil game really besides like two hours of one. Sure. Uh, what about you, Vaughn? Uh, the only Resident Evil games I played were three, four, five, and now seven. I skipped six. Okay. So. And you? I haven't played Gun Survivor. Okay. So yeah, I, I haven't played Gun Survivor. Either. I don't know what I that is. The, I had the misfortune. That's the other first person. Oh, okay. Resident Evil game. But you played the rest of them. Sure. Uh, yeah. Mostly. For the at, least, part, at least all the mainline ones. Yeah. Mainline, uh, yeah. Yeah, main, yeah. Yeah, mainline games, yeah. Okay. Probably need to get around to playing that 3DS one that got ported to... Revelations. Yeah. Revelations. 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 <laughs> I have a type two versions of that, so I can Professor play one. Revelations. <laughs> um, did y'all pick to save Zoe or Mia? Oh, I chose to save Mia because that's the whole goddamn reason. Yeah, I, I totally place. saved Mia. <laughs> I, I was like, too, I'm totally not gonna save like a person uh, I just. I'm not even gonna met. change my quest. <laughs> and I'm like, like, like I, I went on this whole thing to save my wife. So it's uh, <laughs> not your wife, first of all, and I saved Zoe. Okay? I'm the only one at this table that did not save Mia. Wait, why? Why is she not your wife? What? I thought you were just girlfriend. No, no, it's no your wife. Totally... See, that that goes to show how much of a lasting impression that I, I chose to say. That any character made in that game, yes. Because um, well, you know, we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to see what would happen if I went with the not obvious choice. Right. Sure. So, gotcha. And that's what I. Did. I I actually it took me a while. I, I sat there and just stared at the screen. Yeah. To figure out what. Well, I stared at the screen because I was waiting were. for a button prompt to come up, and I'm like, oh, I have to turn my head and click yeah. a button. Right. So I just immediately looked at me, and I was like, yeah, because again. That's the whole reason right. I was here. I mean, how am I going to get away from the house without a guide? And Zoe knows. Bayou only goes one way. No, it goes everywhere, buddy. I've been <laughs> down there. That's what they call it, the bar. It goes all over. You just head for that big boat. That's where they ended up going, right? I mean, we, not, we, not like it really mattered anyway. We seem to skip. Every, why do we skip right to the end? I know we've talked about this game. Oh, I mean, because um, that's where like things start get really spoilery. Sure, I mean, sure. We I, can talk about how like that fucking boss fight with the mom, which turned into that weird like crawly thing, sucks. Ah, uh, yeah, oh Donnie. Talk about every that boss was, fight with Jack sucks. That was so yep. disgusting, man. I hated that boss fight. I liked all the boss battles. Yeah. It was, for a lot of times, just me getting to them was more frustrating than the, than the fights, the quote-unquote fights themselves. The, you know? the one I actually, I don't think I really enjoyed all of them. They were fine, but the one I actually enjoyed was when Jack turns into the big eyeball monster thing. Mm-hmm. Was that Jack? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that wasn't Jack. That was that Lucas. Was, yeah. Are we uh, sure that was Lucas? I thought it was Jack. Yes. I, Jack, Jack's the one who turns into big guy. Yeah, I thought it was Jack. the end. Okay. That's what I Never thought. Yeah, we, yeah. we had Adam and I had this conversation this morning. I thought that was the brother. No. It's that, so when do you find out? No, that was dead. Don't. Yeah, he, that was his dad. He was working with the uh, the people. That's why you find the notes in there that he's oh. got a secret base. Right. Yeah. He's actually like trying to like communicate with the outside world. He's like trying uh. to fight Evelyn off in his brain. Like, tr- trust us, you fight Daddy, like, three times. Oh, <laughs> they not call him Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what she called him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause, okay, because they did not do a very good job of conveying that. Because I also mentioned, like, okay, I guess never... Because I thought, I guess I never fight Jack in a weird, like, mutated form. But yeah, you definitely did. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I would not... I yeah. mean, that dude just never died, so... He can't okay. die. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He said you're about to see something beautiful, son, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Shot him something that. Yeah. That would kill him. Yeah. Yeah. And he turned into a giant stone monster. Yep. 
I did it too. But then he like comes to you in a vision later, yeah, and he's a like, weird thing. "Save my family, Ethan. We're all good people. Why am I talking?" That didn't make funny? sense. <clears throat> How could he come to you in a vision? So See, have, what sort of powers does that have? I mean, you were having like hallucinations at the end. Yeah, but like, would he like break into the Matrix or something? Yeah, sure. I don't know because it was funny how like you're playing this like spooky game the whole time. Yeah. And then, like in the last Some hour, they're the like, "Oh shit, we really need to." Okay, off the table, please. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're like, "Oh shit, we have to cram in like the Resident Evil lore to make this tie in with the rest of them." Let's just yeah. dossier Doc dump you. That's not new to Resident Evil. No, oh, that's really. what I was. And that's that was not the game's fault mm-hmm. that you haven't played any of those other games all these yeah. years. But I'll they do that a lot. Oh, okay. In well, like, even if they I did, that. like they still like stuff's going on. Now let's just like. Right. Read it to you at the very end. I was, I was mentioning earlier, Adam and I were having a conversation off the microphone. They definitely did that in Resident Evil 4. Where oh, it's yeah. like, here's 18 pages. They do that in 4, that. they do that in 5, yeah. 5, big time. I remember It'd be nice if they didn't, like, but right. I was expecting, I was actually waiting for Waiting for like the, I was like, where's the, the info dump? Right. Yeah, because that's, you know, it's like a Resident Evil trope, I guess. It really is, point. yeah. This is kind of a tale of two games. It is. Um, it Resident really is. Evil 7. I really enjoyed the complete package, but I think I might be one of the few that enjoyed the first two thirds of it over the last one third. I yeah, think Adam may have preferred. I preferred the, the back half. The back of the I did part. too. I did too. Back I really half liked. Was definitely that. better. I enjoyed exploring the mansion uh, mm-hmm. and its kind of areas around it. And then yeah, I get once, that. I, once I got like onto the ship and into the salt mines. It's like, okay, like I really don't, like I'm not having fun because the combat mechanics of this game are not as good as the past three Resident Evil right, games. Right, correct. So I'm just going to run past everything. I guess I found it really satisfying when the molded were coming at you. I just lined up the shotgun to their face and they would just, <laughs> and they fall over. See, that felt so for good. For me, like I'm preparing to have some kind of battle, so like right. I don't want to waste any of yeah, the ammo uh, on yeah. these things. But then I just started dropping like those remote bombs everywhere. Yeah. Just, oh, I had really so many of them. Yeah, I really helped with, right? with the I thought, big guys. Again, I was like, I thought I was going to need them for a boss battle, but... Uh, well, I did, though, with the two giant... I don't like know the what puking those monsters things were. The, things. the bloaters at uh, the end. Yeah. There were two uh, of yeah. them, and these, like, ramps that went in opposite directions. Yeah. Right, so you can get above them. I ended up using like ten that. of them in that area. Yeah. But wow. not, not all of them would connect with... Uh, you know, I don't know. I just launched, like, three grenades in the great grenade launcher, and they all died. Yeah. That'll do it, too. But... Yeah, I mean, I I liked it playing through, I guess, my full first Resident Evil game. Like, I I enjoyed it for the most part. I think the first part, I did not like it. It was just, it was a completely different game. And it was just, like, st- super stressing me out. Just, like, all the bumps in the night and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And as a horror game, it succeeded. And that's why I can appreciate and like it. But the back half, I just lost all that. Like, now I have all these weapons, and I know what the threat is. So now I can just plow through everything and everyone right. and it was just the occasional jump scare when a molded would like fall from the ceiling or evelyn would pop in your face or something and that's pretty much it whereas the first half you just feel defenseless and you have nothing and you don't know what's going on and right. like that was just like super giving me anxiety oh i loved it and i mean just yeah the i don't know some of the best uh, world building just in, a, in confined spaces, you know. They did yeah. such a great job designing that mansion. Yeah, we did. The engine oh, yeah. really shines in those confined areas. Oh yeah, definitely. better than it does in like a big open salt mine. I think place. I yeah, I realized I really like games where you explore like giant abandoned houses. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying because when you did the Room Escape game, like I that want, was that was my favorite part of the whole game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Same here. I, so I want the whole game to be that. I like, when I when I finished that, I called John Michael and I was like that. That was like the best inflammation of the videotape 
yeah. mechanic right. because you have to play the tape to do the puzzle. Yeah. And then you get there as Ethan, and I'm like, okay, why do I have to do this again? So I did the whole thing again. I was like, fuck, I set myself up to die. And then I'm like, wait, there's this little like thing you can get through, but I thought I could crawl through it. And I'm like, wait, no, I don't need to do any of this because I know the combination. I can just go in and then yeah. not have the oil come out, and that's what you're supposed to do. And that was really cool. I wish the DLC was just nothing but Room Escape games. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. I want. I want that. Resident Evil Room Escape coming in 2018. <laughs> that would be 12 Room Escape scenarios. That would be great. I also, design, how about design your own scenario? Share ooh, it with your friends. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good idea. Design did, your own Room Escape. Did I? I can't remember if I did. If I shared my stupid joke theory on the show. I don't where believe I was, you did. Because like, after you fought Jack and I was going to fight the mom, I was like, if the grandma is the fucking boss of the game... <laughs> and, Maybe you did. Yeah. And every time I made that joke to you two, John Michael and Steven, y'all were just kind of like, mm. because yeah. it turns out the grandma was kind of the boss of the game. Yep, sort yeah, of. Pretty much. I mean, it <clears throat> was Devlin. So. Yeah, I guess but, that would have been an interesting moment in VR because yeah. you're like picked up, you know, hundred feet off the ground. In oh yeah, I didn't yeah. Know that. But uh, why, I, why did why did she suddenly have a southern accent at the end? Oh, the, the maybe grandma. you know you, when you're around people, uh, you just want to sound like them. Maybe it's like because the, <laughs> the physical manifestation of Evelyn was the grandma, and the little girl was just like you seeing hallucin hallucinations in your head. Like, right, but that's what she used to look like. Yeah, that's, that's what, what she, she used was to... until she like changed. Like that's her like original form. They made her look like a little girl, but right, because that was started... three years ago. Because that's what because that was really her on the boat when you're playing with Mia. Right. Exactly, and then you see the emails where it's like, now she looks like an old lady. I'm really confused. Or like she, her hair is turning gray. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. She's, yeah. But yeah, the, something special. Uh, something about the grandma seems special because she kept popping up randomly in the house out of nowhere, and like, you couldn't shoot her or interact with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why would you want to shoot a grandma? Yeah, I never <laughs> tried to shoot her. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I, I figure something bad would happen if I tried to shoot her. Uh, so I just like, let yeah, her if, if you held the gun up and like you put the reticle on her, just go down. Like in Call of Duty. Yeah, can't basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can't shoot everyone at the funeral. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. And then, but like, with games like this, that are, the, the final boss battle is always like super underwhelming. Like Bioshock yeah. and, and, and stuff like that. And at least this one, it was just kind of like, guard like four times and just run up and press X. And then... Shoot the giant like house shoot. monster. Just don't stop shooting. And then that doesn't do anything until like the, um, the helicopter comes and drops the special gun. Just unload the special gun, and then you win. I kind of don't mind that because um, I, I mean I like it better than I mean, like Bioshock's I mean, final well, boss, but like it's, would, it's a cinematic final boss. It, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I would prefer a final scenario like that to basically be a cutscene because yeah. If I died during that encounter, you probably can die easily. You can. Oh, I did. But if you die and then you're like restarting it, like, okay, I'm just going to retry this. It's right. not like this grandiose moment where the game is just kind of uh, mea culpa, just kind of all coming together. Right. In that yeah, final no, yeah. scenario that I've completed perfectly. I don't want to have like a 45-minute boss battle like to yeah. just kind of just wrap things That's up. That's true, because every time I die in that Marguerite boss battle, I was like super pissed. Yeah. yeah. So think of it like – and other Resident Evil games have had this – this quote-unquote problem in the past where, yeah, the final boss is probably one of the easiest bosses in the game, but mm -hmm. it wraps everything up, at least, and now the game's over, and I can look back on my accomplishments. It tells me how many people I killed and right. how long yep. it took me to do it. How about that little stinger at the end? <laughs> 
the the yeah the well, Redfield right yeah. is that Chris Redfield? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Chris I'm Redfield. Redfield. I work for Umbrella. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't look like I know I used to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, as a Resident Evil fan, that was like completely underwhelming and weird. Yeah, like, I was like, what am I supposed yeah. to take from this? Like, why is he in an Umbrella helicopter? First of all, yeah, I mean, shouldn't he be like? 50 by now yeah if it's if this is even right. the same universe well, as Resident Evil. well it should be because it talked about like the whatever happened 16 years ago in raccoon city yeah so it obviously takes place in the same universe and you're right yeah he would be older it was funny because when the guy was coming up to me after he got the helicopter john michael's here when i was beating it and like i'm chris redfield yeah and then he like takes his mask off and i'm like That's all right i called it i don't yeah. even know what's going on skinny white guy yes yeah and then yeah the Umbrella on the helicopter. And I know is it Umbrella the bad guys? Sure, like, yes. Now they're good guys now, or something. Are they? Or, or are they? I don't know. Are we? Are we playing this whole game from the perspective of the villains? Ooh, maybe we we were the bad guys all. Ethan along. was the bad guy all along. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because like when you do the flashback on the ship, Mia was like babysitting Evelyn, but she has like an assault rifle and a giant knife and combat training. So is she like an Umbrella agent or? Right. Like, if they're trying to protect this asset who obviously is supposed to bring, like, pain and destruction to the world and their enemies, like, are we playing this entire game as, like, Umbrella and the bad guys? My, I don't know what happened to Umbrella in the past six games, so. Well, well not much. They've been they're, dismantled yeah, for quite for some time. Quite a while. Yeah. So is Team Rocket, but it doesn't mean they're still working back there. <laughs> My uh, guess is that Resident Evil 8 opens with that helicopter going down uh-huh. after whatever his name, what's your character's Ethan. name? Ethan. Ethan, such a generic name. Yeah. After Ethan turns or something well, in that in, helicopter. In a city. And well, because in the... Back in Raccoon City. Yeah, <laughs> well, they, they are... I mean, they... they maybe. Return well, Raccoon, to Raccoon City. Raccoon City is uh, a hole in the ground at yeah. this point. Uh, well, well, reading those those documents, the info dump at the end of the game, it talks about the symptoms of like Evelyn's whatever, and it's like you see hallucinations, and you can cut your limbs off and just stick them back on, and he has his hand stapled back on, and if you can, if you lose your leg, you can grab it, put it back on, and dump some <laughs> healing juice yeah. on it, and then it's fine. So it's like, and he's seeing the the manifestations of Evelyn in his head. So it's like, is he corrupted with That's the what mold? I'm thinking, yeah. And he just hasn't turned yet because he's only been there for like a day. Yeah. Also, what happened with the reporters at the very beginning? Like one of them, like his eyes were like bleeding in that first videotape, and then they didn't really touch on that at all. Well, tons of people but, that they've like kidnapped. You know, were failed experiments. Yeah. Oh, but why was that dude just standing in like the cellar, like Blair Witch style, and his eyes are just bleeding? That's why. Because it was yeah, a it's... Blair Witch moment. Yeah. Oh, they're okay. just freaking out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I was just curious. I mean, Probably obviously, just... like twenty people went missing, and they talked about how Evelyn was making them like kidnap people so they could be a family or something, and then go crazy and kill them. Yep. So really, the Baker family was just regular old people along, and they were just corrupted by Evelyn, and that's why they want to kill you well you, there's the talk about that it's like jack was one of the captain's brother or something right oh yeah. on that, on the, that sh- the brother that of the captain yeah, yeah on the on the ship that they were on and then mm-hmm. like uh so i guess evelyn some he was on the ship and then i guess evelyn just went home with him or some shit i don't know i'm just waiting for the novelization to come out so <laughs> yeah get the, well, the graphic novel the graphic thing, novel so be good i, I prefer the book but <laughs> i should look at the pictures more that would be good too yeah uh, if I really I like this game, will I enjoy going back and playing like one through six? Sure. Um, or, well, as people who have played some, the rest of these you, games, well, I, you might enjoy some of them. Well, yeah, you played a few hours all. of one. Did you love it? I mean, I liked it. I mean, this was also in like two thousand and I don't know what two. So three. you didn't play the what was it? The remake version. It was remake on GameCube. Yeah, I played the first Did couple you hours. Get it for free back in October. 
on uh, PS4. It was free on Plus. Probably. Okay, we'll probably check that version back out. And play it. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, that's you, true. I didn't think about that. If you liked Resident Evil 1, you'd be fine all the way through Code Veronica. And then 4, 5, and 6 are very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's Code Veronica? When is that? Code Veronica was Dreamcast. No, like in the... Oh, in the Pantheon of, uh, yeah. oh, uh, that's after three. three? Yeah, they okay. were still, they were like. It's three, like the Rogue four, One uh, between the two trilogies. How do you mean? Like, Rogue One took place between episodes three and four in Star Wars. I mean, it's. When those games came out, they were just the order of the. the there was no weird It was a bad line. analogy. <laughs> yeah, no. There was no weird timeline. It, was it just takes one, place between two, three and three. four, though, I'm asking. No. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, but no, no, there's no mention of anything Code it's Veronica. Just so I don't have to play it. No, it's no. a standalone kind but, of. But but you can say the same thing about three, because like that's also true. None of that shit matters after four, mm. or like not nothing in the first three games have really anything to do with four, other than there's a guy named West Girl. I would disagree. You probably play two. Well, you, if you play two, then yeah. you appreciate four it, more. It, it mm-hmm. kind of ties back in, but really overall, as far as like you know ramifications of things, it's. So I should start with one, or should I start with zero? I think you should start with one, okay, and then yeah. you should play two and three, and mm-hmm. then Veronica, and then zero, and then is that four, the order they came out? Six, yeah, always okay. the order they came out. Okay, if you really want to get into it, right? Those games, some of those games did not age too well. I agree with well, that. That's why I'm, I know they're remaking two in HD, and when they remade one, it was just re remake. I don't right. think one aged very well in my no, opinion. you know, it's well, the tank uh, controls are weird. That's why I kind of stopped playing. To right, figure out what yeah, I was doing. they don't work very well these days. They took it's, that out on the PS4 version, right? Um, you you have the option. Be, oh, you can play you can it with tank off, control, yeah. or you can play it not tank control. Oh, do you get a trophy mm-hmm. for playing with tank controls, like Grim Fandango so. HD? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe you do. And then four has tank control, but since the camera is always behind you, yeah, yeah it, it works out. Yeah, and then five and six are just fun to play co-op. Yep. Mm, okay. Absolutely. They're like made to be played co-op. Okay. You know. It's just we're talking about the store, but it's like I want them to announce they're making three remake. Three make. Because I don't want to have three zero, one, <laughs> eventually two, four, five, six, and seven on PS4, and then I have to go back and like the PS2 and play Resident Evil Three. You could download it on your Vita, and you could play it on that. Wow. You, you play go. all those games on the Vita. Well, one, two, and three. Play seven on the Vita. Yeah, you go well, with remote play. Not anymore. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's go to news. <laughs> <laughs> Any, should, should I lift a spoiler flag, or anybody else want to say anything about Resident Evil Seven before we're done? It was a pretty good game. It's a good game. I the love, grossest one I, I've ever played. I, I love <laughs> this game very much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so different, but it's a necessary change. Do you um, think Resident Evil 8 will keep the first-person perspective, or you think that was just like a VR gimmick and no, that's what they wanted to go with? I absolutely think that they need to make the next two games in this engine first-person. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's the also selling good. really well. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing. Critically, it's you know, yeah. wonderful. It's what, ship, what was it? 4.5 4 million? million, Yeah, I think. Not bad. It's pretty good. It's just February. Yeah. VR hasn't even hit the PC version yet. So. No, it hasn't. That's not going to happen for a year. By then, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. So. VR will be dead. VR uh, will be dead. Oh, well. It's already dying, Rip. That's okay. It was fun. <laughs> okay. We are, we are back in a spoiler-free zone. Welcome back. I'm going to drop us. some random spoilers yeah. throughout the Snape episode. Snape kills No, no, no. These are specifically Resident Evil 7 spoilers. Mm. I'm going to wait for the key <laughs> Don't listen to Steven mm, at yeah. all. Mm. What's everyone else been playing? That's the main thing I've been uh, Nothing. going through. Me neither. I literally, all week long, I've not So, a couple of mobile anything. games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll sit back and let 
Vaughn, take us through mobile games. <laughs> What's the best mobile game out there right now? Oh, it's uh, Marvel Puzzle I Quest. I don't know. <laughs> I played Pokemon Go since Season 2 is out. Oh, yeah, yeah I did. I caught a Sentret, and then I turned it off. I caught, um, <laughs> a, I caught a, a Flying Squirrel. Yeah, that's what Sentret is. Oh, whatever. Yeah. And a Ladybug. Yep. Yep. And some other bug. <laughs> yep, they've got them. I got three of them. I might reinstall Pokemon don't do Go. It. I don't know. Don't probably, do it. I probably don't do won't, it. though. Don't do it. <laughs> I have never installed Pokemon Go on this phone. Dang. This new phone I got clean, in October. Clean phone. Like, I've, I've, pl- I've been playing Fire Emblem Heroes, and since I saw the new Yu-Gi-Oh! movie, I downloaded and installed Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. Cool. So, that's a pretty fun game. It's not, like, the full, like, blown, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, rules of one-eye. It's, like, half of it. You only get you only get control of like three instead of five monsters and like three trap cards and mm, four thousand life points. But I mean, it's still really cool because it doesn't have like any of like the broken like cards that are in the actual card game yet. So it's pretty fun to play. Blue eyes, white dragon. I mean, that's not a broken card. Oh. <laughs> what? Thousand dollar card. <laughs> Wait, that's Yu-Gi-Oh. I thought it was Digimon. No, uh, <laughs> I used to play that on Game Boy. Game Boy. Yeah, Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Oh. Dolus to the Roses. Was yeah. that? No, it was PS2. That was PS2. PS2. GameCube was... No, 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 no. Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. Game Boy that, Advance. W- that was Nightmare Troubadour. Nightmare <laughs> Troubadour. Five Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> but there was like a lot of them. Yeah, that was a deal. Y'all just making things like that. We are. But, so it was Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that game's pretty fun. But I've been playing mostly Fire Emblem Heroes. How so is new that? Car- Should it's, I play that? It's... Nah. it's Fun, but like I, I could definitely see why like uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't tie over like some other people for a long time. What if I don't care who my heroes are? Well, I couldn't give that, a shit. Well, then that'd be great. All you gotta do is just go in, you get, get whatever your heroes you got, and then you just play. <laughs> yeah, I really don't care who my heroes are. Then you'll enjoy playing it for a day or two. Yeah. Okay. And I should just replay like you, a real fire. And, 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 exactly. And you don't have, you don't have to buy anything. So. Yeah, you'll replay it for a day or two and be like. I think I want to play Real Fire Emblem yeah, now. Yeah. And then you'll go play Real Fire and like, wow, this is way better. Yeah. This actually has things to do. I'm almost done with all of like the story missions on Lunatic difficulty. And Whoa. I think that's the I think that's the highest you can go. So There's, I got like four I don't know what chapters. Would be after a lunatic. Hmm? But what, what, yeah, I didn't even know there was a lunatic this? difficulty. Oh yeah, like you have to you have to beat uh, normal mode first, so you can get hard mode. Then you got to beat hard mode, so you what? can get lunatic. Is it the same game every time? Uh, yes. just harder difficulty. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and they're they're releasing some new stuff. Like as like the months come out, like they just released like some new characters this week. So again, I don't care because yeah. I don't really remember. There's so many. There's yeah. so many. And there's like a thousand. Characters. I know. Um, what's his name? Hector. Yeah, that's sure. a good one. That yeah. might be a guy. I know Donnie or Donald. 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 <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. I know Marth and maybe Mirth. Is that one? <laughs> Martha Wynn <laughs> Brother. They Marth, locked him up in Marth the basement. Wahlberg. Yeah. Marth, 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 Marth World. Marth, Marth It's hard to say. Marth Wahlberg. <laughs> and they also have some pretty cool promotions. Like right now there's a 1.5 times experience multiplier on maps for like a couple of days, I think. Uh, couldn't make it too, could you? Wow. Can I buy a 2x multiplier? For like no. three ninety nine for an hour. That would be cool. I mean, you you could you could buy uh, orbs to upgrade your castle to get more experience I, as you go through stuff. Though it has castle upgrades. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so old. I love that. But not like okay. It's not like uh, you can do like cool stuff to your castle. Not like Sukoden. No, no, nah. no. It's literally just because that's that. I'm a sucker for that. Shit. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's literally just experience boosters. Well, that's not a very and then the carpet yeah. changes. All. That's it. That's about I it. I do like different no. colors on my carpets. I, but mm, it's but no patterns. Base. Can I get like a... No, he couldn't do it. Mm. No, there's no base building. 
That's unfortunate. I still think it's like really cool that like they found a way to like merge like all the Fire Emblem world into like one game. I didn't know there was a story to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) How about this? Time warp opens in outside the time warp. Now all of a sudden you've got modern soldiers from Advance Wars. (laughs) Advance Wars cross Fire Emblem. I'm down for that. I'd be in for that. Like an axe beats tank. Yeah. You know, gunner beats it's, it's sword. Like, uh, it's like the Injustice world. Yeah. Somehow, like, everyone's powers are balanced. Yep. Because magic or whatever. Yep, it's like, magic. Is that nanobots or some shit that the Joker spread into everyone? <laughs> I thought it was just magic. Well, I, I mean, thought it was just magic changed. They're, they're kind of working on doing that because one of the main villains has guns. Whoa. So. <laughs> like Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> so I just hope go. that on the Switch they let me, like, I know that you can buy Advance Wars or whatever, like on the Wii U, probably. I think that's a thing. Um, but I hope it's available also on Switch, because I'll rebuy some of those older games. I agree. And Switch would be better, because when you play Advance Wars, uh, the part of it is on your GBA is you can't see everyone else. So right. like when you turn Fog of War on, you can't do Fog of War local multiplayer, because you can just fucking see. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, you're all looking at each other's But if we thing. have our Switches on the rooftop, and we're yep. playing Advance Wars... It's true. And then we're all looking really attractive because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, scarf yeah, on. Yeah, scarf. we'll have our double scarves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Fire Emblem Heroes is pretty fun. I might not play it for that much longer, but yeah. I am getting hyped for Fire Emblem Echoes whenever that comes out in May. That's exciting because, you know, we've had a remake of the first Fire Emblem game, uh, and this is a remake of the second Fire Emblem game. Yeah. Is this not going to have relationships, or is it? Is it just, like... Purely a remake, remake? of the, there were no gonna, relationships in those. For what for what they were showing off in the trailer, it's going to be like some like dungeon crawling and stuff. In Interesting. It, so. so new yeah. elements I, that we have. I imagine there would still be though like support relationship system because that's well, been in like that's been like a main staple. Of, like I don't know. I don't think two. they will. I don't know. I see. That's if why I'm, I'm thinking they won't either because it is a remake of, of a Fire Emblem game before they added the relationships. Right. This is a remake of a of a Nintendo well, game. For for the for for the Fire Emblem games that were like on the GameCube and we before uh, Awakening, they still had support system, just not in the way that they're right. used now. Like no, so there I imagine were no conversations there was, between yeah. matches. Like you could still your characters could be next to each other, right? And they would. Would that do anything? Yeah, like they they still had like some kind of like crazy like bonus and whatnot for if you had like uh, a a supports or whatever right, with two, right. with two mm, characters. Okay. It's just that, but there were no like can't, tee-hee moments. It's like, just like you yeah, can't pair them up together while they're have in kids battle. and they, like the rescue their kids. Like they're all like the individual units. You can't have yeah. like one super unit of two characters or whatever. Uh, I mean, will if, they, Nintendo, if they go back to that system, that be that would be just as fine. Will Nintendo uh, put? You know, GameCube Fire Emblem, Wii Fire Emblem. Well, they add this to a virtual mm. console service because I mean, those physical be nice. discs are so hard to find. They're so expensive, and people are paying, you know, eBay prices because they love Fire Emblem now. I paid eighty dollars for the Wii version, right? So why not put those games on a virtual console service for twenty dollars? I mean, it's know? still technically rumor has it, uh, but Nintendo's come out and teased like GameCube VC right. coming to Switch, right, so like right. they could easily bring what was the GameCube one called? Path the Radiance. Yeah. Over to... That wasn't the Wii one? That was Radiant. No, that was Radiant, 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 Dawn. Radiant Dawn. A lot of Radiance. Yeah. Yeah. Very bright. Yeah. Uh, they bright, need bright to bring the uh, uh, Game Boy Advance games as well. I agree. All of them. See, the know, ones I have for being Ambassador to the Yeah, to the yeah. yeah I have that one. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. Um, I bought Halo Wars 2. Yes. Because that is a game that came out today if you paid too much money for right. the mm-hmm. Ultimate Edition like I did. And I put it in, and I was going to play it, and I was loading the tutorial, and then I was like, 
mm, I'm like really close to the end of Resident Evil 7. I'm gonna switch back to Resident Evil 7 because the loading screen was boring me. Also, fuck Xbox One. And you have to like wait eight hours to play your goddamn game because you put it into install and it has to download 48 gigs of Halo Wars 2 from your internet instead, instead of just ripping from the disc. And I guess I can just turn my internet off on my Xbox to do that, but that's too much fucking. Well, no, yeah. I shouldn't have to do that. Nope. You need a kill switch for your Ethernet on Ooh. your Xbox. That yeah. way it'll automatically. Because who wants to. How would. You'd have to turn off the Wi Fi yeah. in the system. You can't even like unplug a cable. Yeah, exactly. And also, sidebar. Okay, I'm a sidebar real quick. Just bitching about the Xbox. Sidebar. Let's sidebar it. Let's do it. So, Come on, you know, let's when, talk about it. when you let's get the Ultimate it. Edition, you get Halo Wars 2 and Halo Wars Definitive Edition. Right. right, and I didn't have enough room in my Xbox to download Halo Wars Definitive Edition because 500 gigs is nothing when you install the whole fucking game on your system. So it was like you don't have enough room. Go clear some space, and you can click go to my games and apps. Yeah. So I clicked that, and then it brought me to the store, mm-hmm. so you could buy more things. Exactly. I press B to get out of the store. Nothing happened. Hmm. I press the Xbox Guide button. Nothing happened. Well, you didn't buy anything yet. You can't leave. <laughs> That's true. I'm hitting everything. To get out of the store. Right. And let me rephrase that. I hit that guide button, and if I held the guide button down, or double, no, I double hit the guide, and the thing would come in from the side where you can, like, see your friends. Blades. So I went to settings to, like, go back to home. No. So I held it down, and I turned the system off. Turned it back on. Still in my, uh, still in the store. <laughs> still can't leave. I have to get up, unplug the power supply from the Xbox One. And let it turn off. And then plug it back in and turn it back on. Now I'm back to the home front. Now I go to my games and apps and clear room. And now I can install Halo Wars Definitive Edition. I don't know what why the it, fuck? I don't know why it made you go to the store. Why you, is the Xbox One UI such hot garbage? It's pretty terrible. It's bad. I mean, just get ready for Scorpio, dog. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so. The one thing they're going to fix is make a good user interface. <laughs> Everything else will be exactly the same. I beat Resident Evil 7. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. I should, uh. <laughs> I should play some Halo Wars 2 before this show because I spent 20 extra dollars on it for this reason. Um, I load the tutorial and I move the camera and it's running at like 20 frames per second. Now you put your Halo Wars 1 or 2? Two? 2. 2. On Xbox One. So 2 runs poorly. I move the camera and it's just like a blurry, disgusting mess that I want to vomit. You saw it. It's, you were it, here. It's pretty rough. Did you get the day one patch? Is there uh, a day yeah. One? Well, maybe there's a day one patch because I was playing this yesterday. Um, and I don't know, but it ran like crap. And then I was like, I can't do this. Let's play Marvel Ultimate Alliance instead. So now two times I've tried to play Halo Wars 2, and two times I've decided to go play other games instead. So can I get a refund? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Contact Microsoft. <laughs> so maybe How does, did they, uh, I haven't played Marvel on PS4. Did they ever patch that? Has the frame rate improved since launch? I know they've added all the DLC since launch. But how That's does why that, we have those extra characters. How does, how does that game perform on PS4? I think it performs solid fine. 30 or 60. What's it looking at? I can't tell. Can't tell. So it could, well, because the characters look like. Yeah, shit, well, it's a so. 10 year old game. That's what I think. That's why it's like the environments look good and the characters don't and things. So it's like I don't know. I can't. It's like I don't notice any like frame hitching. Like I'm not the best at noticing this. We've talked about this on the show, but the fact that right. I can see Halo Wars two. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It yeah. must be sub thirty with screen tearing. And it's just when you move, it's like you're shaking. Like the, I can load it up and show you when we're done. Like it just makes me want to vomit. Yeah, Res- Final Fantasy fifteen did the same thing. We tried to camp too on the preview, by the way. Hmm. Um, I didn't have that problem. We talked about that too. But you you've seen it on my TV. I saw it. It, it, yeah. it worked a little different on your TV. I, Maybe it's that's my TV. weird. Maybe it's your TV. Yeah, hmm. your TV is a little older than mine. 
Yeah, slightly. but would that drop frame rate? Shouldn't, but no. you know, plasma. you have processing issues with your I HDMI. But I, I don't have that in other things. I can play Overwatch still 60. Right. And that's a lot of moving and running and it stuff is? going yeah, on. It is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. So I don't know. Halo Wars 2. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. And then, yeah, we played some more Marvel Ultimate Alliance yesterday mm. and today. And how's, the, how's your adventure going? It's though? going. We just beat uh, Mephisto. Yeah, we went to hell. And, uh, yeah, as you do. And yes. we had to save Nightcrawler, but I was Nightcrawler. <laughs> so that was funny. Because, because you, had to, you had to save Ghost Rider. So we found Ghost Rider. I'm, I'm playing a Spider-Man. He's, John Michael's playing a Storm. Yep, classic me. And we found Ghost Rider, and we had saved him, but then like the demon book was like, one of you must sacrifice yourself to save Ghost Rider. It's like Double Dragon 2 at the end, when you yeah. have to fight each other. Yeah. So Basically. Spider-Man had to go away, and then I was Ghost Rider. I'm like, I don't fucking be Ghost Rider. So yeah. I went to the character select screen to see if I could like, trick the game. Like Spider-Man wasn't there. Oh. And but we were like, wait, there's Nightcrawler. Yeah, I'm just gonna be Nightcrawler to go save Nightcrawler. We were on a dumb. mission to save Nightcrawler. Like, yeah, that was the, we've been on this mission for like. Right. Can he just Nightcrawl out? Like, what, I don't, oh, well, well, okay, so we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> there's a moment where yeah. like we go to find him, and it's like he's trapped in a cage, and Jean Grey is trapped in another cage. Okay. And then for some reason, like neither one of them have powers now. I guess I don't. <laughs> it know. looks like, like a little island. bird cage. Well, they must, it must be like that island in the animated series. When, oh, like um, the Savage Lands. Yeah, they just there's no powers, <laughs> but only in the cages. But like, but they're able to use their powers. Yeah, yeah we're that you're not powers. in the cage. Yeah, you're not in the cage. <laughs> so whichever one you save, the other one falls to a fiery death. No, they die. Yeah, Jean Grey died. So I don't know. Yeah, it's all canon. We tried <laughs> to we tried to true. we tried to push the button at the exact same time. Right. Uh, but Nightcrawler was saved, even though it was Nightcrawler. And Jean Grey died. But then when we got to fight Mephisto, he brought Jean Grey back. But then she couldn't leave hell, so then she sacrificed herself to kill Mephisto. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I remember that issue. I read it. Yeah, I was <laughs> but what's really ri- ridiculous about that whole thing is since we've been playing those same characters almost the whole game, we've put all of our experience and all of our money we've earned into those characters I and their upgrades. Storms, like, yeah, her, her suit. Like, like, yeah. Uh, so when we're like level 21, 22... And then I can't play as Spider-Man, so I have to go play as another character. And Nightcrawler was like level 16. I was getting rocked. Yeah. And there's no there's no incl- like indication of like, hey, maybe you should balance your characters out because you might lose one. Yeah, maybe you should towards- balance out this like roster of 30 characters. And we're like eight hours into the game. I'm sure the game's not that long, so we're probably getting close to the end. Right. And can you replay older areas you to can. like level probably. up your yeah. new character? Yeah. But I want to play. Well, we don't have yeah, fucking Spider Man. I don't have time Spider-Man to do that. Yeah. Man. Well, now I can. We beat Mephisto, so he got released from Hell's Hell or whatever. Yeah. So now I can be back to being Spider Man. But it was just like really frustrating. Luckily, his storm's OP as fuck. So like, yep. he pretty much carried us through that entire thing. Um, she great. Because we realized early in the game we were trying to switch characters, and they're like, oh, we have. But to... then you're really weak. Yeah. All of. I had weak. the same problem when I played 2016's Ghostbusters <laughs> on PlayStation Four. Right. Because you level up, you know, you have three computer. I talked about that on this show. You have three computer controlled characters that play along with you, but you level up when you play through the game. So you're like, okay, I've got all this like ghost bucks. I'm going to become more powerful. (laughs) But then the next level, like your computer idiot people didn't level up because you you can't. Yeah. Right. So you play through the whole game and. For you, it gets easier and easier, mm-hmm. but your ghost buddies, your Ghostbuster buddies, keep dying because they're still like level one. So they, <laughs> they empirically just designed the game improperly because right. unless you play cooperatively, you'd have to press start. So here's the thing: the computer-controlled characters do gain experience points. Sure, but they don't spend they it. don't spend them, and, and you can't. 
unless you hit the start button right before you beat the boss of the level on each of the other three characters, and then you can just spend the points that the computer <laughs> AI has earned. Oh, that's, See, it's a turn on four controllers. and Yeah, well, I only have three. So. Oh, well, one buddy it doesn't get to play. Anyway, that game's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's rough. That company that made that game went out of business the week the game shipped. Dang. Yep. Sorry, they did. guys. And then uh, it took me a little bit to beat Resident Evil 7 because like, I was playing a lot more Civ 6 last weekend. And I finished my game as Japan and went with the culture victory. I can't remember if I talked about that or not. And then I'll open another game as America, and I wanted to dominate the entire planet. Oh, yeah, of course. So I started a game, and I just built up my army, and I murdered everyone. And I got a domination victory. So now I've beaten that game twice. I'm playing it on, like, four, like, difficulty four, which is Prince. It's, like, four of eight. And so it's, like, in the middle. Bump it up to six. But I'm, like, crushing everyone with what I want to do. So, yeah, yeah, bump it up to, like, six and and try again. But Civilization is a great video game, and I recommend it. Are you playing Vaughn? No, I'm not. You should. But it is good. You should play with us. I played Civ 4 and 5. You get on that 6, dude. I gotta play fighting games, man. Evo's coming up. That's not <laughs> important. What is important is the news. Uh, Activision had their earnings call last week. So, okay. Last week we recorded on Wednesday. Yes. So some of this news is from like last Thursday and Friday that we get to talk about. So it might be a little old hat, but I still want to talk about some of it. Um, Activision had their earnings call where they detailed plans for 2017. And uh, I guess we'll start with their bigger game, Call of Duty. I don't know if you've heard of it. I've heard of a thing. Man, what's that game? They, it's where you shoot guns and you're on duty and they call you with it on your cell phone. Right. Um, they talked about how they're going to bring Call of Duty, quote, back to its roots yeah. this year because of uh, underperforming Infinite Warfare, saying that people just couldn't grasp or weren't fans uh, sure. of the space it was everyone else setting. Go. Modern Warfare 2 HD. Let's <laughs> go. The game didn't, quote, resonate for a part of the audience. They weren't a big fan of the space setting they talked um, about. Okay. Personally, I didn't like this game. It's weird because people bitch about Call of Duty just being the same every year. But at this point, you know what Call of Duty is going to be. Right. So I wanted to play this game and was expecting like that. And they decided to do weird things. Like you go back to your ship and you're choosing missions like Mass Effect. And there's like stealth and these robots you can't kill with real bullets. And I'm just like, <laughs> I just want to mindlessly shoot things and watch like a national monument get destroyed. Sure. Yeah. Like, that's, that's fun. Uh, so that didn't happen. So a lot of people are speculating that that means we're going back to World War II. Yeah, probably. That's a good I mean, rumor. I mean, I mean, that's the best way to go, that's the best direction to go at this point. In and my I, I, I think that's it because they also talked about, hey, this sledgehammer has been working on this for two years. This has been approved two years ago because if they're going back to World War II, people might think they're trying to like ride off of Battlefield One success of going back to the past since we've been in modern or future right, warfare for the past very many well years. You know, part of it could just be like we're not going to do those weird like stealth missions. And go back to just like running and gunning Call of Duty, but it probably means this, we're going back to World War Two. This game needs to start with a Normandy level because we haven't had a Normandy Metal level. Metal Honor Frontline, right? And it, so it's been like ten years, um, and so much uh, has changed with our graphics processors. Man, you can do some really powerful. fucked up shit doing Normandy yeah, like, on a Call of yep. Duty today. And if if you show a Call of Duty, if you launch, uh, you know, if you have a press event. This summer, where you announce your game, like an E3, maybe that's what you need to show. Yeah. You need to show what we're gonna do uh, with a new engine, uh, you know, by going back to this series' roots in World War II. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say that's what you need to do. And the last one Sledgehammer made was uh, Advanced Warfare, which I enjoyed. I've heard good things. I, can't, I I've never played Call of Duty. 
Yeah. But no. many people <laughs> like it. So I hope that people like the next one that they make. Right. Uh, and it's unfortunate that people didn't like the last one. I have played Battlefield since, you know, 1942. I fucking love Battlefield One. Mm-hmm. Um, so so they, you're talking about Battlefield 1942, not the year 19. Not no, <laughs> not, I mean, I've been playing since Battlefield 1942. I think that Battlefield 1943 was my most played Battlefield game, but I've always enjoyed those games. Mm-hmm. I've just never ever been into Call of Duty for whatever reason. Um, but I do not deny the popularity of that franchise. Sure, it's, it does it's well. It's really good. Um, they also talked about how a full sequel to Destiny is still. Uh, set for release in 2017. <laughs> yeah. Destiny. Destiny. I still don't think they're going to call that game Destiny 2. That just sounds dumb. No, it'll be yeah. Destiny colon something. Yeah. But it'll be a different game, so I don't know. Uh, Activision claims that this will, quote, broaden the franchise global reach. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. I mean, 20 million people. They love it, right? Are active users on, on Destiny Well, 1. maybe they're going to make a PC version. Maybe that's Could what be. that means. Probably. Uh, and they still said they're still. Um, Bungie came out and said they're still on track for a, a release this fall. And every other Destiny game and expansions came out right after my birthday in December. It's like the third Tuesday in December, maybe. I thought. I mean, Des- September. Yeah, I was about September, to say. September. Yeah, whoa, hold on now. September. Oops. I was reading December something else on the <laughs> screen. Um, so that's cool. Neil's not here to really weigh in on that, but I kind of hung up Destiny for now because none of that shit's gonna matter when Destiny Two comes out. Sadly, so, yeah. All new, you know, new level. Well, they said, they said, yeah, they said no, no, nothing will nothing transfer, will transfer from Destiny Vanilla and yeah. its expansions. That's not a good start idea. over. And it's also rumored to be developed on PC. It's gonna be an RTS. Can't wait. Uh, a few other things from their earnings call. I'm pulling from this GameSpot.com article. Uh, Blizzard has high has highest yearly monthly. Active users at 36 million, up 37 percent from 2015. Wow! Um, All that Hearthstone. Yep. Yeah, World of Warcraft monthly active users grew 10 percent in 2016, and more than 20 percent for the fourth quarter. Ooh, wow! They're back up. Hearthstone had uh, the highest annual monthly active users in 2016, jumping 20 percent, helped by the yeah. mean streets of Gadgetzan expansion. Um, no new Skylanders game coming out this year physically, but we will be getting uh, a download for Imaginators. Do kids, do like six-year-old kids download games? I don't know if they know how to do that. We'll find out. They can do it on their iPad. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know Skylanders was still a thing. Yeah, dude. Imaginate the possibilities. Right. (laughs) Uh, Activision Blizzard revenue from in-game content amounts to $3.6 billion during 2016. That's more than double what it made in 2015 at $1.6 billion. Did they say that there's no new Blizzard games coming out this year? Like, Um, They didn't really talk about that. I think I read that somewhere. Oh, did they? I mean, that makes sense. They can just keep pumping out yeah. new out characters for Overwatch, new characters for Heroes of the Storm. New patch for Diablo 2. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> new packs yeah. for Hearthstone. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll jump ahead to Hearthstone. Um, there are some changes coming down with the Year of the Mammoth, which is the hmm. new standard year this year when the new expansion comes out. So last year they introduced standard, and it rotated certain expansions and adventures out so you can only use the okay. newest cards in yep, some like of the actual card games. Yeah, in, in, in your core set, that's always going to be played. Sure. Uh, the problem is when they made some of these core cards, they're pretty good, and people are like, "Well, these cards are really good, and they're common. They're, so why would I just not use them?" them. Yeah. So now, uh, to say fuck you to those guys, Blizzard has created the Hall of Fame sets, where they're going to start rotating out certain overpowered or overpopular common uh, core cards into Wild, so you can't use them as standard anymore. So, like Azure Drake, which is one of the best cards in the game, it's a it's a five drop. It's a four four, 
but you draw a card when you play it, and it has plus one spell damage, they're saying, like, every deck runs two Azure Drakes. And they do. And so it's like, how do you develop a card that's a five drop that can beat that without it, like, being super power creep? Right. So instead of worrying about that, they're just getting rid of it. Okay. Same with uh, Ragnaros, the Fire Lord, and Sylvanas, who are two legendary cards that are very good for their mana costs. Uh, they're being rotated out, as well as uh, Power Overwhelming, Conceal, and Ice Lance. So, so it's like they have their own ban list now. Exactly. And also all of the um, the promo cards that you got for going to events, like Old Murkai and uh, Guild... No, well, Murkai you get from the, the, the Murlocs. Um, Elite Torn Chieftain and the other guy I can't remember that turns your guy into a squirrel or a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Harold. Uh, so basically they were saying like with Sylvanas, what she does is when she dies, you steal an enemy minion at random. But they making cards that interact with death rattle effects that would make her like super overpowered, so they just need to get rid of her. And they kind of did that when they introduced standard. So they're really trying to affect the meta because a lot of people really are not happy with Blizzard right now in like the high level Hearthstone community because the meta is really stale and Big everyone's just whiners. playing shaman. They also nerfed two cards, one shaman card and one card shaman plays a lot to help with that too. So. Never a better been a better time to get started with Hearthstone. I don't yeah, know how people who do not play Hearthstone can play Hearthstone at this point. Like, uh, don't worry, I'm not gonna. Yeah, like <laughs> the, the point of entry is ridiculous. I guess they're trying to make that easier. They said they're eliminating these single player adventures, and they're just gonna have three expansions coming out with single player elements in those expansions that meet the theme. Okay. Which I'm torn on because I like the single player content in those adventures, but when you only release 25 new cards it doesn't really affect the meta much right but when you buy that exp- that adventure you are guaranteed to get those cards including those legendaries that might be good oh, whereas when you good. expansions just come out you're just opening packs yeah and you might not get what you want right so more money for blizzard sure because got to get that new got thing got to get the new thing that new diablo that's what i got to get um <laughs> is there we'll a new diablo the- coming up no, not yet. Okay, just checking. Also, I found it funny. They did this a while ago, I've noticed. They dropped the Heroes of Warcraft like surname to Hearthstone. Now it's just called Hearthstone. Huh. Oh, I didn't even know it had that. It was Hearthstone colon Heroes of Warcraft. Right. And now it's just Hearthstone. And now it's just Hearthstone. That's Dang. probably fine. We're going to bring yeah. those Diablo cards or those uh, Starcraft cards in soon. Oh, my God. That's a good... Okay, I'm in. I'd <laughs> <laughs> oh, be happy to play some Starcraft. Warfare cards. Oh, yeah. Raider here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steam Greenlight is going away. Uh-oh. Um, Steam Greenlight was the service where indie developers could throw their game up they're making and people would vote on it, whether sure. they would buy it or not. And if it passed, you got to sell your game on Steam. It was like the box. Like you yeah. just call yeah, the phone number. Exactly. And whoever wins the vote. <laughs> but that was weird. Um, as someone who's seen the other side of that, as you know, working with King Crow Studios, um, no one knows how Steam Greenlight works. Right. It's not like you need like a thousand yes votes and you get in. Right. Or you need a certain percentage of yes over no and you'll get in. Yeah. It really was kind of random. Yeah. Because Quest of Souls got greenlit in like 12 days, but Necroball took like a month. And then there were reports from like other developers like months on months before they got approved. Weird. It's kind of like trying to get a NeoGAF account. Like you submit <laughs> yeah. your email address, but then it's like, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so, and then, I don't know, eventually maybe they just let everybody on. They just have to put this like facade up that there's a wall of entry. Right. Kind of well, like, like E3. Yeah. <laughs> but also uh, kind of like NeoGAF. Like I was yeah. actually talking with the guy who owns NeoGAF mm-hmm. at E3 a couple of years ago, and we asked him, 
you know, why evil lore. We asked him yeah. why, like, why is there a, a barrier to entry? Why does it take so long for some account. accounts to get approved and then not so long for others? And he told us, well, it's kind of like a nightclub. Like the, when you see a line <laughs> outside the door at a nightclub, you, you want to go there and you want right. to get in, but you have to make it difficult yeah. so that people are actually interested in this yeah. thing. If it's, uh, so maybe green light, why would it be like that? I do not know. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand it as a person looking from the outside. Right. I've voted uh, for like four green light games because mm-hmm. friends sent me links. Right. Yeah. So it's not something that I was like, oh, I'm going to check out the green light games. Yeah. Oh, let me go to the it's, green light section. I've always got to refresh and see if there's something new. I literally only did it when a right. friend sent me a link to uh, a game. I mean, I guess that's to help. It was supposed to help like filter out the garbage that people would throw up there. Did, that, did it work? Not really, because if you remember last year, they reported that nearly 40% of all Steam games came out in 2016. Yeah, something like, what, 3,000 games or 4,000 games? 4,000. Um, so instead, you're just going to pay to win. Okay. Because uh, they're replacing it with Steam Direct. We're coming directly we're making to the, you. We're making the direct motion. Like, it's a lot of Nintendo direct motion. Right. Um, and now you're just going to pay Valve money. And then your stuff will be on Steam. Oh, okay. And they're still working out the uh, the numbers there. They said they're talking to independent developers on what they're willing to pay to get their game up there. And right now they're looking at a range between one hundred and five thousand dollars. I don't think any one hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, one hundred thousand. I don't think any independent developer was like, yeah, we'll pay. Uh, I don't know, five thousand yeah, dollars. We're not all Psionics with uh, Rocket League, you know. Why, like, why would they even say that? They should say ten dollars. Right. Like, uh, well, we'd pay. Yeah, $10. everyone just says ten dollars. Like, it was, seems oh, like the developers say ten dollars. We wouldn't really know. We're yeah, just, we make billions of dollars. So. <laughs> Um, let's see. I'm trying to read real quick. Okay, so Val says the fee is recoupable, quote, okay. but they haven't exactly decided how. So it's like you pay us five grand, and if your game does five grand in sales, we'll give you that five grand back. So we this, got our five grand. This is how it's gonna work. You sign up for for Steam Go, and you pay your five thousand dollars. <laughs> then you get three friends to sign up, <laughs> and then they pay five thousand, and then they get three right. friends. So yes. then you get your money back once you've got your. Right tier below you <laughs> yeah and this is per game because the way green light worked is you paid whatever the fee was per account per studio per developer and then you could submit as many games to green light as you wanted to that's how that one studio submitted four thousand games last year <laughs> yeah. it's crazy they all got approved uh so i mean i don't know how this will affect the the, the steam store landscape with all of the indie games coming out because it's like there's some shit on the steam store but there's also some like little indie darlings you find and then there's some people where it's like their life dream to make a game they put it up there so i'm kind of torn on it especially seeing the other side as developer where i am no developer i just help people who are actually making video games um to be like well okay whatever you're making probably fucking sucks so how about we just get you know you give us some money we'll kick you in the nuts and we'll call it a day uh, I'm not really sure. Do, y- do y'all think this will help or hurt? Or do you- I mean, Greenlight wasn't really doing much um, of anything. Once again, yeah, I, I mean, it's better. Out of the 4,000 games that came out last year on Steam, I'm familiar with maybe 30 of them. Mm-hmm. So if it just keeps getting worse and worse, it's a race to the bottom, and it right, won't fucking right. matter. Yeah, um, because it's you have so much content that's indecipherable, and you can't even enumerate like the the new games every week like yeah who, it's impossible it's just and they try to do that curator list but then that's becomes just like what developers giving me money to say their game is good yeah you know 
So I don't know. all that this is anyway. It sure is great that anyone can make a game and then just put it on a fucking distribution service. But at this point, if you're not a publisher Mm -hmm. or if your game doesn't magically find its, you know, YouTube uh, content creator that shares your game, you're not going to make any money making your game. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. There's no solution to this at this point. Yeah, we'll we'll see what it does. And anyway, Valve gets more money. They certainly do. Well, the rich get richer. Yeah. What can you do? Speaking of YouTube content creators, let's talk about PewDiePie. (laughs) My favorite content. (laughs) PewDiePie has been in the news lately this week. Um, It's it all started when um, let's see when Disney decided to drop him from their uh, well Maker Studios, which is parent company of Disney. Uh, Drop PewDiePie over a controversial video he put up last month where he put some uh, anti-Semitic uh, phrases and things on one of his videos. Sure. And they went back to other videos where showing videos of like Hitler and, and I don't know, things. I don't watch much PewDiePie. I have a friend who really likes it. And she showed me this video that was in question last month. Yeah. And so people didn't like that. Everybody's mad at PewDiePie because they think he hates Jews. And then um, YouTube dropped their show they were making with him that goes mm-hmm. on YouTube Red, which is not porn. Yeah. It's their paid, paid service. service. Yeah. And they are removing him from all premium ads. Right. Because uh, this video. Okay, so this video. The He was showing – there's this website you can go to and then like just give people money and they'll do something for you. They'll make you a video. They'll the sing you a song. $5. Yeah, the $5 thing. And he was just going to a bunch of them and giving, trying to see how far he could push the limits on whatever ridiculous things these people would do, right? Okay. So there's this one where these like Indian guys would like dance and write whatever you want on this little sign, and then they'll just send you a video of it. So he wrote, put, make the sign say "Death to all Jews." But why? Cho- why choose that phrase? I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. But he, you know, he claims he was trying to show like how ridiculous this could be. There's so many other ridiculous I, things I, again, I could say right uh, now. I but the world is flat. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I'm not trying to defend PewDiePie. I'm just no, saying, I know, man. We're he, he just was, all. I, I feel like he he was doing that just to, like be funny, and the joke didn't hit. Yeah. And now everyone's saying he's an anti-Semite, and I don't necessarily agree with that. Because no, no, no. his well, whole thing... Okay, he, that was an anti-Semitic thing to say. Correct. But, I don't, but they're attacking him, calling it a racist and a bigot and anti-Semite. And I don't think like he, That's, that's I don't probably feel, not him, but he, it was still stupid on right. his part to I, do I don't that. feel like PewDiePie hates Jews. I feel like he was trying to make a joke and it wasn't funny. And he deserves to have all of his sponsorship. Oh, I, because I, there's so many other things you could say. Um, and then there's one where like this dude dresses up like Jesus. And he'll just say things. And like I think he had him say like Hitler did nothing wrong. Yeah, see, but, like, that's not like see, a funny trope. Like, no, it's, yeah. well, it's like a 4chan joke. Like, I know, and that, like, fuck 4chan. Like, I agree. Yeah, not funny. Again, like, <laughs> I agree. That's like an internet meme. Yeah, I know, but because there was that like Dorito or Mountain Dew competition where you could like vote on what you wanted the new right. flavor to be, and 4chan all voted Hitler did nothing wrong. Right, it won. Yeah, and but like like be funny, like right. don't. Like, so so all the media is attacking him, and he came out with this half-assed apology. He's like, hey, I'm sorry, but, like, y'all are vilifying – or, like, I'm the victim and all this stuff, which was kind of like this weird half-hearted apology. I'm rolling my eyes so hard right yeah, now. With my just, 53 million YouTube subscribers, my $15 million I made last year from it. Like, yeah, let me roll my you eyes. Just, you could have just not done it. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about that? How about that? <laughs> no, I agree. I just – you know, I don't think – 
PewDiePie's an anti-Semite. I think, I think he's, he's just, kind of an idiot. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I yeah, agree. He's, he's not an anti-Semite. Seems like kind of he's, old, he's just stupid. Kind <laughs> of a dick, too. Right. But, like, but again, a lot of people must find his shit funny, and he's always like pushing the boundaries and being Whoa. silly and irreverent, and I, like, this time like he just crossed the George line. Carlin of YouTube. I guess. Um, yeah. But whatever. <laughs> other YouTubers are coming out in defense of him. A war, what, a, what a strong community. Well, it's people like also have big followings and are also kind of putting their necks out there who could also lose sponsorship deals to defend them, who I guess know him personally. And I think they're they're not defending that he should be able to make a sign on a video that says death to all Jews and get away with sure. it. They're more defending like, hey, you don't know this guy. Don't like attack him personally as a no, person than as his fine. weird PewDiePie character, you know? I think if you don't want to be attacked personally, <laughs> you probably should avoid being on the internet a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's also true. <laughs> yep. Have you read any YouTube comment section Does ever? Does he have a like... Twitter account? He should be careful because he might be attacked there. Right. I'm sure yeah. he does. And you know what? I mean, all of this too, it's like no press is bad press. I mean, I bet his fucking subscriber account's going to grow up after this. You know? He was in the news not too long ago because he's like, I'm going to delete my my channel I'm going to do it. And then he just like deleted his like second channel that he had or some that had, shit. Yeah, he, he started a new channel and said and then, when he hit 50 million subscribers, what, he yeah. would cancel his channel. Yeah. But, and he did cancel his channel, just not the just one not with 50 one. million. So he's just going like, guys, keep picking on me and give me the wrong thing. But he's like, in the, the media is not reporting everything right. But it's like you're putting yourself in this position to do that. And it's all marketing. You know, sure, like yeah. you're getting well, me more and more out there. And as someone who doesn't watch PewDiePie videos, I'm I've not itching to go. Me neither. Watch no, I, I now want to see it far less than I ever did before. No, but the thing is, like, then all of us doesn't matter. Like, this no, news story right. does not matter yeah. to any of us because we're not watching. Right. If his if his viewers leave because of this and his numbers go down, he loses these sponsorships. That bad. That's bad. But I feel like the people who like PewDiePie will like love him more now because of this because they feel like the media is attacking him as some sort of like. Super you've, villain. You've described something that's going on empirically <laughs> in wow. our country. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. about that? <laughs> I mean, it just, it just it's also so has said terrible things about the right. Jews and other minority groups. <laughs> Hooray for bass, awkward's people. Welcome so, to, to America. <laughs> I guess we know America, who the bro. new president of YouTube is going to be. <laughs> Those elections are rigged on the internet. Uh, <laughs> trust that. So, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think PewDiePie is an anti-Semite, but I also think he's a fucking idiot, and you can't do things like that and expect to keep corporate sponsors. No, like I, I feel, I feel like Disney totally and YouTube agree. are totally right to pull out. I don't feel like the people who are like attacking him in that way. You shouldn't attack anybody on the internet, no matter what they say. I feel, I but think, well, it depends on the. Uh, I would agree. It depends on what the message. Is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he, but yeah, okay, sure. I just think he was trying to make a joke in this case, right? And, right, and it, and it yeah. fell flat. It was very inappropriate, and you shouldn't do it. I mean, but. I agree. He's just another kid on the internet who just made the wrong decisions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that happens all the there, time. There are other things he could have put to push the boundaries of this weird we- like website you could pay $5 to people. Right, yeah. right. And there are some things he sent to them to do, and they emailed him back. They're like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I want to know I'm not that saying is. that. You know. Yeah. I think the video's been pulled. Um, I would assume at this I point. Think, right. still find it somewhere else. Right. Yeah, nothing's ever gone on the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if his... I wonder if his uh, his uh, subscriber count. Are we getting an act? This is a live uh, count of his yeah. subscribers. Yeah, Watch we're it. checking it right now. And it's been refreshing. It's still fifty three million four hundred fifty two thousand and thirty two. That's the same as it was when we started this podcast. Nobody's oh. <laughs> left. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna subscribe just so I can unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> 
his response video. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure everything will be fine. In two weeks, something else weird will happen, and everyone forget about this. So can't wait. Right. Can't wait. Yeah. What mm-hmm. else we got? Uh, we have a new character coming to Street Fighter. Vaughn, tell me all about it. Uh, bum, yes. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, the character who went under the alias of Helen in the Street Fighter V story is uh, now being referred to as Colleen. And she has ice powers and ice counters. Ice beam. Ice beam. And, <laughs> and she has a V-trigger that freezes the stun bar. Wait, her stun bar? No, the car- the the opponent's stun bar. So it doesn't deplete. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh. But when you freeze it, can you add to it? Yes. Oh. The only oh, way to get to the only way to unfreeze is to hit her. So. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Some dangerous games. Yeah. Eh, still not going to change much by way of how the game is being played right now, though, which is still really I, slow and boring. I disagree. Uh, people will have a new character to pick. So <laughs> dramatic it difference. It will change quite a bit. Well, it, it, it's it, just the way that they went with the Season 2 balance changes were not very... Good. And this is it, and it right? It, it's going through like a lot of like it's. It, I'm not the one. I'm not the only one who has this opinion. A lot oh, of people, even yeah. top players like Infiltration, share this same opinion. Infiltration is my favorite guy, right? He, uh, he's the Nash player. He's the one who wore the mask with like the baloney. Why doesn't what? sound like Infiltration? <laughs> that doesn't sound like something he would do. Who was he's like Korean or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's him. I did imagine he, he did wear a mask on one of his streams. That's it. Okay, I missed that one. He's great. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he, he's he's cool. But I think they did also announce that there's going to be, like, a new kind of, like, small balance patch before final round. Okay. So, and that's, that's, at least, and that, that's in three weeks, right? Yeah. It, that'll be just in time before the Capcom Pro Tour starts. So players will have something fresh. And may, hopefully it would create a better competitive environment. So for they're them. taking certain characters and putting them in this Hall of Fame class. Yes. And you can only play them in a different game mode. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Capcom's trying to do at this point. Make like, money. Street Fighter V is not doing well. Mm. And I don't see it doing super well unless something changes about its what system. What they need is Street Fighter V double impact. Yeah. It would improve <laughs> upon the elements that people don't like. And then they could just put Third Strike out. That would yeah. be nice, I guess. Super Street Fighter Five. Really? We already have Third Strike out. Well, no, Street Fighter, Street Fighter Five, Five Third Strike. Street Fighter because Five. you can't just go straight to Third Strike until you do double impact. Yeah, that's, that's true. What about uh, we'll just play Ultra Street Fighter Two? How about that? Yeah, with Evil Ken and Angry, angry Ken. or angry. dissatisfied guy. <laughs> uh, we don't know yet. So with some Street angry Fighter, Honda. some Ultra Street Fighter Two news. Uh, that there is a first-person battle mode in the... Uh, this is not a joke. Um, I know. Ultra, I really is. I see it. Ultra Holy Street shit. Fighter 2 for the Switch has a first-person battle <laughs> minigame mode. Ooh, can I shoot my arms at my opponent? Yeah, basically. Wait, do you use the Joy-Con? Yeah. The end? yeah oh, so, so in the game, in this mode, uh, which is exclusive to Nintendo Switch, which comes out on uh, March 3rd. This game does not, though. So you're, you're basically in the eyes of your character, and then there's like Street Fighter guys that are coming at you. And you gotta like knock them down with your motion controls. And, <laughs> cute. You know, so I just want to Hadouken over and over again. <laughs> I think you can do that. I don't know. Maybe just punch. Does it have punch mic- kick. Does, it have, does it have microphones in the Joy Con so like you can do no. this, but it doesn't Hadouken. do anything unless there's you yell Hadouken. Hadouken. Well, there is a. I don't. There has to be a microphone. Maybe not. I don't think there's a microphone. No, I know there's no speaker. It's on a separate no. app. Yep, you, get, yeah. you can put your phone there. You're like, yeah. You just go, okay, Google. Uh, oh, it did it. Uh, punch. Oh, you pulled it up on mine. <laughs> yeah. Punch Guile. Punch 
slightly upset guile in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Ill-tempered Chun Li. Yeah. What what is the what's the Ken character? Violent Ken. Violent. That's my favorite member of ICP, by the way. I love his song Let Me Go Out. So. <laughs> Everyone's digging the violent Ken name. Uh you know what the strangest character in this game would be Passive Sagat. Who would think <laughs> that this villain would just be so laid back yeah. and wanting to use it's, words instead of fists? Yeah. I just passive Sagat is such a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. But here it's coming uh, this summer, exclusive to Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about this game. PlayStation 4 Pro is getting more appealing to non-4K TV owners oh. with its PS4 Pro Boost Mode what? update coming. Boost Mobile. Is there a, is there a button I can press on it that says Turbo, turbo. Mode? Just go into Turbo. It's one you have to like pump it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pump it up. yeah it's like a little tab. This is, is this like, what is what is this now? So I don't know. Is it the like the equivalent of Sega Genesis Blast processing? Yeah. So certain games will natively run better or right. load faster with with Turbo Mode natively running. You don't have to install a patch, I don't think, or maybe you do. Uh, so in, in an interview with The Verge, a company spokesperson said that Boost Mode will quote let PS4 Pro run at a higher GPU and CPU clock speed in order to improve gameplay on some PS4 games that were released before the launch of PS4 Pro. Oh, okay. So these games don't have official PS Pro patches that improve yeah. gameplay, but it will maybe improve some of the games. Uh, games that have Should a variable be. frame rate may benefit from a higher frame rate, and load times may be shorter in some games too. Right, and uh, uh, okay. there have been some tests for like the 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 Soulsborne games, you know, to see mm-hmm. if the, they load faster, if they run a little better. So far, um, the only uh, Souls game specifically that really runs better is uh, uh, Dark Souls 2, which already runs really well. Yeah, right. It's already, like, it's already nearly it's 60 frames per second. Yeah. What about those loading times? Weren't the loading times really bad in Dark Souls 2? Um, not Dark no. Souls 2, but Bloodborne, Bloodborne was really bad, but oh. they patched that. They patched it, and they're slightly better, like mm-hmm. maybe a half a second better with Ooh. this PS Pro mode. As a uh, launch PlayStation 4 owner, uh, without a 4K TV, even with these boost modes available, I still have zero interest yeah, in Yeah, it's upgrading. not going to sway me. If anything, I'm excited about the, the update to allow for external hard drive support. Yes. Yeah. I'm just yeah. waiting for that patch to, or that system update That's to go live. 4.50 firmware. I will buy an external hard drive that like that day. From yeah. Best Buy. Absolutely. See, I already bought when I had to switch out into my I can, my second PS4 <laughs> because my first one's HDMI port died. Um, I put a two terabyte hard drive right, in there. Right. So if I fill that up, like Jesus. Well, I'm going to. And I'm, <laughs> that's I'm getting a five terabyte external hard drive. Oh yeah. Do they make those yet? I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Probably. Probably. It was four up to eight terabytes. What are you doing, dude? I don't think they make that. There's no eight terabyte <laughs> eight hard drive. Terabyte hard drive. Well, I'm looking up. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, please do. Let's like uh, Nintendo said they'd support what two terabyte SD cards, which for don't Switch, exist. which don't exist. But that's great that they will maybe you know, yeah, in the future, future prove it. I mean, in five years, like two terabyte SD cards, like fifty bucks. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, Rocket League is getting an update on February 21st to include Hot Wheels cars yeah, as right. premium downloads. That's cool. Everyone loves Hot Wheels and Rocket League. I'm more of a Micro Machines fan. <laughs> I had a Micro Machines thing. Cool. It looked like an RV, and then you like opened yeah. it up, and then it was like a city. That's so cool. That's why Micro Machines better than Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels is like some bullshit. But uh, Hot Wheels, I had that like track with the boosty things that went to figure eight, and Don't they met care. in the middle and crashed. I had the so cool. I had the like RC 
track racers that went up the wall, man. Oh, I remember that. Remember too. that thing? That it cool. goes and they glow in the dark. Holy yeah. shit, being a kid in the 80s was awesome. <laughs> I found an eight terabyte okay. uh, external hard drive. How much drive. is uh, it cost? Two forty seven ninety nine. Wait, no, two hundred forty seven dollars. That's not too bad. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, because a four terabyte is going to set you back around one hundred and ten. Yeah, yeah, it's Seagate, so good brand. Good brand, uh, good trusted brand. Yeah. Nice. So What's the bad one? It used to be Seagate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a problem uh, three years ago with all Yo, the. Because I remember when I bought my stuff, they're like, don't buy Seagate. Yeah, that's because in Korea, where they manufacture all these hard drives, there were some bad platters on tons of batches. Uh, I have a Western Digital, I think. That was my foot. My bad. <laughs> uh, as we talked but earlier. Don't buy Western Digital. That's crap. Yeah, don't do Wait, that. that's what I have. That's what well, you sorry, two dude. That's well, two Seagate years ago. Crap. Yeah, but now, okay. now don't buy Western okay. Digital. As we talked about earlier, um, so ten terabyte. Eight, eight seems to be eight's the big one. Mm. Pokemon Max Go received an update this week, including all the uh, Johto Pokemon. Yep, well, not all of them, but some most of them. They still don't have legendaries. Yeah, but to say they released no. second gen without even releasing all first gen. We're, ne- yet. we're never getting those legendaries. That's guys. so stupid. <laughs> Fuck this game. Everyone's gonna install it. It's terrible. <laughs> well, game is a loose term. I spent a hundred dollars today alone. <laughs> Love it. Gotta get those lures. Um, what I would spend a hundred dollars on, but I think I'll have to spend sixty dollars on, uh, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy got a release date for Finally. PlayStation Four, yeah. June thirtieth. Your favorite marsupial with attitude is coming for PlayStation Four. Sounds and good I can't me. fucking wait. Yeah, it looks great. The mm-hmm. the videos they've shown, mm-hmm. and I've never played through Crash Two and Three, so that's exciting. Same. Yeah, yeah. Crash Two is my favorite. Crash One is very difficult and the worst in the trilogy, in my it, opinion. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the Sonic games. Sure. Two is my favorite. Three is technically probably better and really good, and one is the worst. I still like one. One's yeah. for I mean, Sonic I mean, or Crash. One, I like one, I like Sonic one. Oh, one's okay. good. Sonic one's hard. Crash one's hard. Sonic one kind of falls apart when you're like in the underwater bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But then after that, it gets better. So. I received an email from Xbox this week. Give us your email. Give us your email. Is what they said years ago. Uh-huh. Was it a question? They went at, had a question for today. Did they? No. Did they say what their oh. favorite Ninja Turtle was? They did not. They did tell mm. me though that their press conference for E3 is moving to Sunday at <gasps> 2 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. So historically, we've gone to Microsoft's press conference on Monday at like 9:30 a.m. Bright and early. Yeah, we've gotten Sun- there. Sunday night's like the good spot. No, Sunday afternoon. It's 2 p.m. Sunday oh, 2, 2 p.m. You know, just got out of church. You went yeah. to Ryan's. You had yeah. some lunch with your family. <laughs> Yeah. You're back home. Oh, some Ryan's rolls. So yeah. this is interesting because I'm pretty sure that's when EA was last year and that train wreck of a press conference. Oh but this allows, I guess, Microsoft, I don't know if they're going to do more hands-on stuff afterwards because 2 p.m. on a Sunday pretty much gives you all day to do something and doesn't limit you when you're on Monday morning and you have like – well, EA was traditionally after Microsoft on right. the Monday press conference day. Um. I wonder what EA's you know, going to be now. And you know what this gives Microsoft plenty of time to do? Uh, make the Scorpio. Well, related to the Scorpio, this gives people this gives Microsoft plenty of time to hand out Scorpios to everyone that's attending <laughs> that's the press true. conference because they'll have all afternoon to, to divvy those to out. divvy those out. Yeah, look under your seat. There's, There's a voucher for you right there. You get a Scorpio. You so, get a Scorpio. I was really, I was really surprised to get that email because usually we don't get the, our press conference invites like March or April. Right. But they're like, hey, we're just sending you this early to let you know we're moving. And it wasn't an invite; it was just like, hey, heads up. Heads but up. I'm pretty sure they're only sending the people that they're. You know, yes, that's to. true. Um, and that's good considering we used to take our trips Sunday to Sunday, and now we're now we've been we, leaving on Saturday the past couple of years. Yeah. And now press conference day is day negative one. Right. 
Uh, and we so. arbitrarily booked before, before any of we knew news, this. We booked Saturday to Sunday. Yeah. Yep. So, E3. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to have to go edit that in. Mm. E3 hype train. Yeah, E3 hype train. So it's that probably already starting. happened. We still haven't registered for E3, but we have plane <laughs> we tickets our, and we have an Airbnb and for we, eight days. We got our email to register, and I just haven't. Yeah. And everything. We were worried, like, oh God, where's our email? Oh God, where's our email? And we got our email, and we're like, all right, I'll do that later. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. E3's not <laughs> going anywhere. Yeah. Well, maybe. Not it's day. probably going on the ground. <laughs> Ooh, it's dead. Got Did y'all see this uh, Sony patent that popped up today or yesterday from no. 2015? No. It, uh, Is it for a handheld video game system with detachable controllers well they don't seem to be detachable but it looks awful like an luck in this so you're Switch. saying the nintendo ninjas broke into sony <laughs> hq and stole the design docs yes that ended up creating the switch because it looks very similar to the switch it does and i was trying to find a picture on my phone to show everyone at home yes. but i forgot my phone is on airplane mode so it doesn't interact with the microphones and the mm. board but yeah it's a patent that came out like i said it's from 2015 and it's a Screen with two controllers on the side that look like PlayStation controllers that were cut in half, and hmm. I don't know if people uh, what are. Happened to that? It's going to be happened. like Vita Two. Nothing oh, happened with it, right? I mean, it's Sony we know have made patents that nothing's come with. The stand up and say McDonald's to make the yeah. ad go away. That was Sony. Wait, wait, wait. That was Microsoft, bro. Come yeah, on. Come on. Wait, was it? No, no it, was it was Sony. Sony. It was Sony. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> um. They just want you to get a little exercise. That's yeah. all. You know, you're you're sitting on your couch. The McDonald's ad starts playing, and if you don't want to watch it, you got to stand up and yell McDonald's. We all wish we could do that. Yeah, but we can't. We can't do that. Thanks think, a lot. So can you rename your PlayStation McDonald's and then yell <laughs> out McDonald's? Because you know, I've got my camera hooked up to my PS4, sure. and occasionally I forget. And when I say something, it like pulls up the audio. Since this is a visual podcast for everyone. Okay, we're going to look. There it is. That looks terrible. Yeah. (laughs) That looks like a wipeout vehicle. It looks like they cut a PlayStation 4 controller in half and put a screen in the middle. Well, it looks like the the touchpad from the PS4 got too big <laughs> and like broke off the ends and is like trying to like. I don't so know. I mean, it it looks like it could be detachable. Where's the really UMD know. slot? Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> 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 UMDs run. I remember when watches. people were hoping that they would make some kind of like UMD ripper that you could USB hook up to the Vita <laughs> that you could like <laughs> plug your UMDs into it and then it would like. Rip it directly to your beat memory card. That'd be, that, that would what? <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. There's no. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly on the top of their list of a thing to make. What a wacky world. The first comment on NeoGAF says, "All hail the PlayStation Shift." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the news I have for this week. Did I forget anything? What about the Zelda DLC? Zelda oh, season pass. I wrote that down. Yeah. Did I not? Oh yeah, I mean, Neil's not here to defend. Um, what, what else am I gonna do with twenty dollars? You know, it's like not plays more Zelda. So eh. for twenty dollars, you get hard mode, which normally has been like a free thing, maybe. A free thing, and yeah, you get it's always been a free thing. additional store content as the second pack. And wait, 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 wait. First pack is hard. You mode also get and three treasure chests Ooh. on the first day. Oh, first like day. Uh, what was that really dumb? good Assassin's Creed game that everyone really liked? And- Black Flag. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I think it was Unity actually. Oh, I didn't <laughs> paid chest to open. I don't think anyone. Li- well, no. Wait. wait was it, I was being. Yeah. 
If it's yeah, a magnificent yeah. chest uh, yeah. ahead, magnificent. What was it? What was the Dark Souls quote about the chest ahead? Magnificent. Was it magnificent? Yeah, ah, exactly. whatever. Whatever. Season pass is twenty bucks. Um, it, I don't know. They announced it two weeks before the game comes out. Maybe they should have announced it uh, like after after the game came yeah. out. Yeah. Or when it comes out. Also, it definitely the timing was not good. <laughs> they call it a season pass, but you can't buy the pack separately, right? right. No, nope. right. So you're not. just paying twenty dollars for an expansion, yes, or a DLC or an update. I look at it like a tip. Like you go to a <laughs> restaurant you really like, and you got great service, and you like, I'm gonna tip twenty percent because that was a really good restaurant. Yeah. Maybe twenty five. Because uh, I just got paid today. But, you know, so this is like Nintendo's been making this game for a really long time. I really like this game. Here's a little $20 tip for you, you know. Sure. I know I bought the game physically, so the retailer got a good cut. I feel like you are owed a little more money for your development. Uh, so here's just can I is there a can I, I pay more not, than 20 Can I, I pay like 30 doing well right now, Nintendo. Yeah, it's been hard times, <laughs> you know. Okay, so reading what Nintendo said, they're not calling a season pass. That's all these fucking oh it's us we're the, we're the assholes we're the PewDiePie. Uh, all the media saying it is they're calling it an expansion pass expansion for two oh. separate ex- <laughs> what's the difference because a season pass alludes to like you have two con- pieces of content coming out and this gets you both of them an expansion pass just means this is stuff that's coming out later and it just happens to be coming out two separate times and it seems really stupid and pedantic but it's to the me same see- thing no i disagree <laughs> But My mind can't wrap around. It, to me, it's the same. Uh, the first content either. pack is scheduled to launch this summer and will include uh, the addition of a Cave of Trials challenge, a new hard mode, and a new feature for in-game map. The second content pack will launch in holiday 2017 that adds new challenges and will let players enjoy a new dungeon and a new original story. By holiday 2017, I'll have already sold my fucking Switch <laughs> or whatever else is coming out. So I'm not even going to be able to experience that content. It, it would be nice if they kind of like showed us like what they were working on, I guess. Wow. Yeah. They, they should not have, even though it's not coming out until it's Christmas or whatever, they should have waited until like April to say, hey, y'all are done with Zelda and Mario Kart's not out for yeah, another month. But, so, but, but here, give us some more money, please. Here you go. Another, another bad thing about the timing of this is that like, Usually, when Zelda games come out, they are 100% complete. Yes. So, I'm not saying that this game isn't complete, but because they came out and said this DLC before the game's even released, it's going to leave a bad impression on some people who may think that the game actually isn't well, complete. I think there, there's a potential for Breath of the Wild to have so much content, more than maybe any Zelda game in the past. It's like, how much... Do you want in the game? Is it is are you not satiated by what they put on this cartridge at launch? Know you know exactly. Yeah, so exactly. what you're saying is Nintendo is releasing a new product and led with a poor, confusing message that have upset yes. their fans. Yeah, but are they are they upset? Yes. Is it just there us? A, there are is quite it, a few people. Is that it are just upset. people on message boards? Like the average person that buys three or four games a year, but might also buy this new Nintendo console because they didn't buy a Wii U. Right. Uh, will that person be upset about you know more content for a Zelda game? Neil texted me saying he's probably not buying the game now because because of, of that. I think that's overreacting. But I don't just know. don't buy the per- DLC. Personally, yeah. I don't think DLC belongs in a Zelda game. Period. I don't mind <laughs> it. I mean, I don't think it takes away from my experience. It's, it's- we're we're in a weird path thing with Zelda because Zelda's always been the same thing basically for the past thirty years, and now we're doing something kind of different. On yeah, I mean, system, you've got so it's it, oh, the game's changing. So much about this game is different. So much about this game is influenced yeah. by Western RPG mechanics. Um, I just, I don't know. I can't really pass a judgment on. Well, I, I don't, I don't feel bad about this DLC announcement because I'm, 
anticipating. There I don't being know what a, to, I don't know what I'm going, getting into. I guess. Well, so, I just yeah. I expect it to be the most Western oh, Zelda yeah, game that's ever made. True, yeah. um, so, but maybe like a Western RPG I'm actually interested in. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because I went back in my text with Neil when we were talking about this. He's not here to put he his is voice not here, in. Yeah. Um. He said, I may not be getting Zelda Day 1 now because I was getting it on Wii U until I got a Switch. But if there's DLC, I think I'll just wait. Oh, so his, his defense is that he... might just be like, he... I want the Mortal Kombat Zelda Complete right. Edition. Yeah, or he's, he's not getting a Switch at launch. So right. why would he buy the Wii U version if he's not going to be able to Do the DLC. experience the DLC on that? Because by yeah. then he'll have a Switch. Mm-hmm. See, I read that as he was just waiting for the Complete Edition, but that could make sense too. Right. So you don't want to buy DLC for a system you're not playing And, anymore. you know, Nintendo has to experiment with these alternative method, methods of revenue, these new streams of revenue that they've never really I, had right. before. I, I feel like they killed it with DLC for Mario Kart 8. They like, did. Like, everyone did. raved about, like, $12 yeah. for all that stuff you got. And even Smash, I mean, those characters were kind of pricey, but they added a lot to Smash. Fire Emblem had good DLC. Yeah, Fire Emblem had great DLC on 3DS. You know, there's probably one group of people that were upset Mm -hmm. by Mario Kart's DLC, and that's their investors. Because that, if you're an investor for Nintendo, and you know that people would have paid a lot more than $12 for the content that they received in Mario Kart 8. Sure. Like, that could have been 20 and no one would have bat an eye. No. People would have bought that for sure. It could have been even more. And Nintendo was more aggressive with their DLC pricing structure on Smash Brothers, and that was insanely successful. Right. So, I don't know. In, in 2017, if Nintendo can't sell, you know, 20 or 30 million consoles, they've got to have revenue streams from other methods. So, mm-hmm. I... I, I don't discount Nintendo trying something different with Zelda no. because they really have to at this point. Yeah, they, definitely. You know, they're they're in mobile now. They're doing more licensing. They're doing theme parks and maybe movies or TV shows in the future. So um, I, I don't know. The more success that Nintendo has without alienating their fan base, it's a good thing for mm-hmm. us and certainly for them uh, because it can it can lead to kind of new exciting things that we've never seen from Nintendo before. I think the big difference with like past DLC on the Wii and what we're ha- what we have now or what they're trying to tell us now is that in the past games like Mario Kart 8, we got a lot more detail as to what oh, absolutely. we were getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I completely but agree with that. Like, we it, only have descriptions for this very and nothing vague. to show like, for it. Why right. should I want three treasure chests? Like, then, it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, then, like, what's in a treasure chest? Like, it's not going anywhere. Wait until June. Buy it then. Yeah, you could, just, you could buy it right now if right. you want to on Amazon. But yeah, you don't have to. I mean, the, just the expansion pass too. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, you oh, can yeah, buy. Yeah. You can literally go onto Amazon and buy the expansion pass right now. So, yeah. also, I don't know. To me, season pass and expansion pass. Season pass just has this thing to it where, like, maybe it goes away or goes up in price later when things start coming out. But expansion pass just sounds like this is just a key and you'll get the stuff later, and it's probably not going anywhere. Also, we've got a, a almost ten year history of season pass content being terrible. Yeah. Like, can you name more than one or two games where you were really satisfied with the content of your season pass and found that? I mean, know, besides you, like Witcher Three, which I, I didn't play, but I, I heard said it. two or three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, most no. like most game but season general, passes have been very disappointing. I never even got a season pass. For I've never bought a season pass. <laughs> for sure a well, I take that back. For Street Fighter, I bought the Resident <laughs> Evil Seven season pass. Right. That Which, it. that has to include something different, because the yeah, volume yeah. one of that is $10, volume two of that is $15, and the season pass is 30 hmm. Yeah, so maybe I paid more. It was a tip. You know, it's like you go to a restaurant. <laughs> because they're coming out with that, you know, free story DLC later in, like, May or June or something. 
Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like little secret costumes or something. Ooh, yeah. I could play as Leon. Yeah. <laughs> Leon's hands. Leon's hands. Yeah. So you look in a mirror and then, oh, it's Leon. It's Leon. I'm just curious what this extra original story we're going to get is. I hope it's an adventure <laughs> where we could play as Zelda. Well, be cool. Link, uh, it's the dream world inside uh, Breath of the Wild's world. Yeah, so, so you'll flip the, it'll flip over. There's it'll a be, fish. Uh, Giant yeah. fish. Yo, can we play as Kirby? <laughs> yeah. Oh, now we're yeah. talking. He's the final boss. So here's a question: Will every mainline, you know, will there be a Mario season pass? Yes. Are we going to see this for every? God, feel, yes. It just feels weird. I know. Like, really but what, why? Because Nintendo is for Mario. Nintendo's a developer just like any other. I know. So I know. why shouldn't they just, have the? When you think of Nintendo, you don't think of something like that. I, it's just because like season passes, like you said, have become so tainted as a term in the but past ten nin- years. It, but, but they're Nintendo, using expansion pass. Right, <laughs> and, but Nintendo certainly uh, their development isn't tainted. You know, the, right. their first party content. Say what you will about the reasons not to buy Wii U. Nintendo knocked it out of the fucking park with first party games. Yes, they did always do. Like, they always do. And even the the people have been complaining about the lack of new IP. They're not paying attention to downloadable games on 3DS and the Wii U because there's a ton of new IP from yep. Nintendo. Push them out. Yeah, yeah, Great. or Dylan's Rolling Western, which yeah. I know that like. There's other things that Nintendo have been mm-hmm. just because it's not on a disc or a cartridge doesn't mean that they didn't create it exactly. or facilitate its creation. Plus, with Nintendo, now we're just having a Nintendo discussion. Like when they make a new Mario or a new Zelda, just because it's called Mario and Zelda doesn't mean it's just another game in Mario and Zelda. Like they take those right. those franchises have been vastly different games over the past. 30 it's not years. an Assassin's Creed game where it's like when you play Assassin's out, Creed, like, it's the same thing. Like Mario right. 3D World played drastically different than Galaxy Two. Yeah. Which played different than Sunshine, which played right. different than 64. You know, like it played they different could than Mario easily World. Easily put out, you know, oh, this is this year's Mario universe. And here's yeah. again, you know, and Zelda. We go 2D, we go 3D, we go, you know, all these different things. Young Link, Old Link, alternate timeline. Ooh, Link. We had a really old man Link. Yeah, Ooh, like he's going to the store to buy some long long milk. <laughs> Gotta protect this girl. He's got like a stick. He shakes <laughs> yeah, it. He shakes it the Oh, and then you find out that really old Link is the old man from God, the take here's the sword. Bit, uh, take yeah. it. You're gonna need it, son. Yeah, bitch. Oh, man. I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Figured it that's out. Season two of the DLC. <laughs> you get the old map after you fight Kirby with scrolling screens and 3D. Why aren't we making this game? I know. Why aren't we? <laughs> Call us Nintendo. Hmm. Any other news this week, guys? No. Uh, no, I got nothing. Okay. There's probably some other stuff, but probably. that was the biggest thing. Yeah. That was definitely the biggest thing. Let's move on to my new favorite segment of the show. Ruma has it. Rumor has it. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. The hard R has got it. Watch that hard R. Okay. <laughs> it's inappropriate if you use the hard R. Ruma. Uh, Ruma has guys, it. Guys, I'm just trying to push the limits uh, <laughs> on so this is a little bit of a different spin on Rumor Has It, but I still want to talk about it. So earlier this week, um, according to a, a NeoGAF poster uh, that was spread on a few other websites, and then Nintendo of Europe also kind of came out and said it, uh, Rumor Has It that the Nintendo, the NES Classic, mm. was going to be phased out, discontinued. What? Why? They're it's not a rumor. making anymore. Rumor it's Has rumor. It, Vaughn. Um, and then... What was this? Yesterday? Reggie himself. Two days ago, nope. came out and said that um, production for the Nintendo Classic Mini 
Uh, NES continues, and Nintendo of Europe will continue to ship units to retail on a regular basis. All right. And into the UK representative to a tech website, because they're the main ones who came out and said it. Uh, so they've kind of debunked it. So it's, I guess, not technically rumor because they came out and debunked it. But for this, I want to know, do you believe them? Do you really think they're still making these things? Well, because I mean, even when they the were quote unquote making them, like they weren't, like we weren't getting them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I mean, like it's it's just another thing that like like look, look, look what happened at the beginning of the amiibo cycle. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like they they weren't like I guess quote unquote making the older amiibo until they were like, yo, these things are like selling. We should probably make more. I think so that's probably what's happening with the NES Classic right now. The most terrifying thing to Nintendo as a company is our products are sitting on store shelves and collecting dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like there's, Wii U. Yeah, there's, well, you say that, but you actually, well, you can't find can't a Wii U. Well, anyway, yeah, right? two well, years ago. Yeah, maybe at launch. Yes. But even then, they still controlled the, there, there never were, like Wii U never went down in price because it didn't have to. It didn't have yeah. to. Yeah, it may have only sold 11 million units, um, but there were That's never... Didn't they start selling the black ones for 300 yeah, that the, there there was a price drop, but yeah. it never went to two hundred or right, 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 right. Uh, you know, they included a game always, but Nintendo doesn't want you know they don't want they stuff don't want to devalue their stuff, yeah, that's and then too. clearance. So how do you determine? To us, it's obvious. You you make millions of these things, right. like mm-hmm. people are going to want to buy this. And but I, we're in this bubble where we our stores sell old school video games, right. and people are elated when they see that. So of course we knew this was going to sell. And I've always tried to explain that to people when they either come to the store, but they don't want to listen to me when it's there. It's just, or in general, when we're talking like at the bar or something. Right. It's like Nintendo couldn't afford to have another failure. Yeah. So they knew if we made this many units and sold them, it would be successful. So they made just that many, won this weird experiment, and they didn't know it would be huge. Right. And now they're like, oh shit, we don't have enough. Right. And to them, that's probably better than, like you said, making 10 million of these things and you sell a million and that's it. And then you're sitting on stock rather than we made these few, we sold them, it was successful, we made X amount of dollars to please our investors, and that's all we need. You know? the, the weird thing is if you actually go onto eBay and you look at every uh, user profile of someone that's reselling a Switch, they're all based out of Redmond, Washington for some reason. <laughs> so it's like, they're all, I think Nintendo is just selling them all on eBay now. <laughs> Um, so I, I don't know. They, they come out and say this now. I, I don't know if they'll really make any more of these things. They, I think they want to focus on Switch. Um, they want to put Switch out. If you want to buy Nintendo, here's their new thing. Buy this uh, uh, the $60 uh, I think, box. I think you'll see it again. Um, I think, so, I think that but... Nintendo can definitely have different streams of revenue from different types of devices. Right. There were the people saying that they didn't think the 3DS would come. Like 3DS, was you couldn't find it yeah, at the yeah. end of December and most of yeah. January. People were saying, oh, Nintendo's ceasing production of 3ds because they're hard to find right now no, but nintendo doesn't they can't just make these things you know immediately and, and ship them out we'll sidebar into this too they they came out and said they're gonna be supporting 3ds for what till 2018 that's what they said till 2018 yeah. but you have to say that right well you have to say that but i also think that sets them up with a safety net right right so if the switch fails be like, they can just go more all in on 3ds. Well, we're gonna put yeah. another Pokemon game out yeah. and sell 10 million. Yeah. Right? Aren't you ready for the new Pokemon game? Like, but if the Switch is successful, then they can just be like, "All right, we're making all games on this. You don't need the 3ds anymore." Well, and the same so, thing happened with the the DS because it right. was the third pillar, and Nintendo yeah. said we're gonna support the Game Boy Advance because of the the DS is its own thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, then the DS landed huge once Nintendogs and Brain Age came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at that point, well, yeah, of course they stopped making Game Boy Advance games. Right. But they always had that out 
mm-hmm. to where if the DS didn't find an audience, well, we have you know millions of people that have Game Boy Advances, so mm-hmm. we're just going to keep making games on that. Um, just like with 3DS right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I still feel like that, that shows a lack of confidence in the Switch. It's, it's not a lack of confidence. It's smart business. Yeah. Acumen. It's just a, right. It's, it's, it's a backup plan. You have to do that like, because your investors, if, if your investors see that you have, I don't know how many 3DSs, if there's 50 million 3DSs <laughs> out there and you don't have any games in development for that system. Yeah. Your investors are going to be very upset with you. That makes sense. So, I mean, like I said, I understand it from a business perspective because right. it, it puts that safety net out there. I'm just saying, like, it, it to me, it perceives a slight lack of confidence. And here's why Nintendo is completely confident in the Switch is they're showing people the Switch. Yep. They're bringing it around. Yep. They yep. want people to get their hands on this mm-hmm. thing. They have Super Bowl ads. They have billboards popping up in this cities. Is, they have this is, this marketing tour, you've like, never I, seen. I, I, that's from what I was going to say. I've never seen Nintendo go in like this, except for like. Like early like nineties like magazine ads and stuff. Yeah, mainly mm-hmm. as Nintendo Power anyway. So yeah. it doesn't so, matter. I mean, we had we would like to play separating this from the Wii U. Is that the Wii U didn't have any of this. Yeah, they didn't care. Well, the Wii U they thought they could ride the Wii Wave and that it yeah, worked. Yeah. But we had we would like to play after the GameCube didn't do very well and that helped it shoot up. Right. And I don't know if the Wii went on tour like this did. I don't know. But I, they I, at least had the Wii would like to play ads that really hit. Yeah, they had marketing. Uh, but w- the best marketing for the Wii was when you went to your friend's house and yeah, played Wii Sports. Played, 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 exactly. And then you frustratingly tried to go find one for two couldn't. years and you couldn't. Right. Yeah. Um, which kind of is a good thing and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. The, the main issue, as with every Nintendo console the past 10 years, 12 years, is is going to be software. You know, mm-hmm. Of course, Nintendo is going to have great games on the Switch, but how far apart are they going to be? And who else is going to be putting stuff out? Yeah, so, exactly. Because like, that quickly became the problem with the Wii U. I mean, Grand Theft Auto has shipped over 75 million copies on you know various systems and PC. Yeah. But Grand Theft Auto is never coming to Switch. No, it's no. just not going to happen. Of course not. And so many people, even casual people, even yeah. kids... That play video games, they want a game like that. Yeah, and it's not going to be on the Switch. And they don't but want it, that Lego game. But it, it no, wasn't. It, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't on the. It wasn't on the Wii either. No. And that sold a lot of units, but maybe the, the tie-in ratio for software wasn't as high as like PlayStation Four, sure. which has mm-hmm. an incredibly high tie-in ratio. So, anyway, but going back to NES Classic, I think I, that's a bad rumor. Of course, they're going to keep keep making those. Now, will they modify it? Because right sure. now the NES Classic is easy moddable. That's you true. Maybe, put that, maybe that's why you can't NES find it. Games they're, trying to, they're trying to close that back door yeah. and then re-release them. Who would have thought that by, by, by putting a USB micro switch in, like a micro <laughs> oh, yeah. like that's how you power the system mm-hmm. with a USB, and that's that can also transfer data. Transmit data. I think it's a bad rumor too. Maybe um, they put out a model that you can only plug up like an AC, like a right. power cord. To yeah, that make more sense, but. Some some analysts and podcasts have uh, maybe uh, kind of guessed that the reason why that USB port is in the back is so that during the manufacturing process it can be flashed through that. Oh yeah. Oh, that so it's sense. a lot easier to actually like install the firmware mm-hmm. into the system because it has that USB Save in the back. That makes there. sense. So. That makes sense. So we'll see. I, if we do, if they do come back, I don't think it'll be till like April. I think they are all in on Switch. The next right couple now. weeks, Nintendo's well, but and and does it have to be that way? Because from what it sounds like, it's going to be hard to find a Switch on the first. Right, day. so you send right. a Switch out, and then you can't find this for a while. Then in a March, like oh, oh Nintendo thing, here, it's back, it's back. Yep, you can Ooh, sell another that. million oh, of those. Those are out again. We got some more Switches in. Like so, once oh, yeah, just go back and forth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Genius. So and then they bam. get the Switch money, and that starts to taper off. Like oh, here's so many Classic, Super money. Nintendo Classic, exactly. Game yeah. Boy Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. 
Switch Classic. Oh, speaking, Switch Classic. I guess, speaking of <laughs> NES of stuff, like, I guess, like, this counts as, like, somewhat of a piece of news, I guess. Well, we're going I back to news, y'all. Oh, I missed oh, an opportunity this, but there is a uh, speedrunner out there right now that's finally about to finish the NES Mania Challenge. What's okay. that? Is that 30 is, games? It is all 714 uh, NES games. That's terrible. He's been what? working on this progress. He's been working on this project for years. In under an hour, Vaughn? That's crazy. How do you beat Tetris? Uh, you make Master. it to the credits. There is credits in that game. It's yeah. true. There's little music instruments that mm-hmm. play. Yeah, it's precious. Like How do you beat Takashi's Castle? I don't even know what that game is. <laughs> oh, that game's hard. Very carefully. <laughs> that game has these weird things, like you have to press a button for six hours, or like don't press a button for six hours, and then you can beat the... So that game is developed by Beat Takashi, who's an actor, uh, like a Japanese actor who hates video games. <laughs> and so he created a video game that's like... that is. Terrible. But is this just U.S. games that he's playing? No, this he's, is a Japanese he's, he's game. Playing, he's playing every single game. Yeah, well, I'd like to see seven, him beat <laughs> you, you could probably find it in one of his archives somewhere. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a reason why this project has been taking him years to finish. That's crazy. So, That's yeah, exciting. He's what about Battletoads? Some kind of like, that game's so hard. I mean, I mean like, this, is the, this is the Mexican runner. He speed runs Battletoads. So you know he knows uh, how to beat that game. That's how he starts well, off. <laughs> that game's hard, y'all. <laughs> that I game is it. hard. Uh, he's going through like World GP, some kind of racing game right now that has like a ton of like levels in it so it's gonna take him like three days to did finish. he did he have to get a copy of that like twenty thousand dollar game so he can beat it or is <laughs> yeah, he just probably. emulating it does uh, he, he have actual he, cartridges yeah he's got like a whole like he's got like shelves of cartridges so that's, I imagine cool. he's that's more impressive in my opinion having and all 714 in um, this game his last game is he's scheduling it on the 26th of february and it's going to be super mario brothers 3 well that's easy oh, we'll beat that eight minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, keep an eye out for that. That's it's it's cool to see someone work on a project for so long and then like having it like finished. Like it's, so it's, wonder, this is not so an by easy beating project. these games. Does he just mean like when you speedrun Zelda and you beat it in a minute and a half because you glitch your way to the end and the credits roll? Does that count as beating a no, game and he moves on to the next one? He's, he's playing through all of them casually. Oh, okay. He doesn't okay. even know speedrun strats for like. I know, but when he's gonna play knows. Mario Three, is he just gonna glitch to the end, or is he actually gonna? Play? Well, you can just get the warp whistles. Well, and stuff. you can play yeah. the warp whistles. Okay, but well, I think he's. True, I think he's gonna do warp. Whistles. There's a way you can like hit the thing and then, like zoom to the end. Sure. Of the map. So yeah, I think he's gonna play a warp whistle. Even he's gonna play Dick Tracy. That game's terrible. <laughs> he already played it. <laughs> he can't he, believe it. He's he's got two games left. So. You did he beat Adventures of Lolo? Yes. And Ooh. it's sequel? I actually saw Ooh, him play Lolo that. Crazy. I get oh, Galaga. Yeah, wow, I beat every game. Yeah. Did it? You Pretty good. All That's all I can think of. I don't know. Bubble level two. There were seven hundred fourteen oh, games apparently. So <laughs> I didn't even know they made that many games. I know, right? I know it's a lot. Ooh, what about that like diabetes game or whatever? Di- oh, diabetes wars. Uh, what was it? Yeah, yeah. Dino was. wars. Oh, that was beast. That's Transformers, wars. dude. Beast well, no, there was a game called Dino Wars <laughs> with a Z. There we go. Anyway, yeah. that's all. Anyway. That's all I have to say. I, that was a good rumor. Rumor dude. has it he's going to get this <laughs> rumor done. Rumor has it he's going to beat it soon. Yeah. Mark your calendar for the twenty eighth. But before oh, that, February twenty sixth. What could we mark our calendar for? Games that are coming out next week. Oh, okay. there's games. Yeah. Good because I didn't know. Well, if rumor we got has it there's not going to be any games next. Week. There's not really. So Halo Wars two technically comes out next Tuesday. Yeah. Like if you don't want to spend eighty dollars on it and get the deluxe edition. Microsoft tax. Yeah. Also, Psychonauts and the Rhombus of Ruin. Is it the VR game? Yeah. On PlayStation oh. VR. Does it come out on PlayStation VR or does it come out on PlayStation 4? I don't know. 
I mean, I'm asking what's the correct way to like categorize PSVR. And say that. Okay. Four. Because if you just say PS4, then I'm going to be like, I'm going to buy this game. I'm going to get a new Psychonauts game. Yeah, but then I can't because you're a jerk. You didn't tell me right. But PSVR. Is it a PSVR exclusive? I don't know. I don't know either. I think maybe it's not. Okay. Rumor has it. (laughs) (laughs) And also, uh, Ease Origins coming out on PS4 and PS Vita. That was announced at PlayStation uh, Experience. Is that physical or download only? I guess too many questions. Only. I know, right? I think it's download. <laughs> I'm probably download. Probably download. Malcolm. <laughs> I think I've had this on Steam for like four years from like a humble bundle or something. Probably. But I've never played it. I just played it on my Vita. There you go. All the lives. time means life. Yep. Vita means life. Oh, oh, news! Fifth, the fifth birthday of the Vita just happened. It did. Happy yeah. birthday! That'd be it's a great segue into our newest re- segment, Retro Rewind. <laughs> Said it the right yeah. way. Yeah. Retro rewind. rewind. I can't. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. You did it. You did so it. So five years ago today, or whatever you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> we had the the PlayStation Vita came yeah. out. Vita means life. Vita means life. It launched with amazing games uh, such as um, Assassin's Creed Liberation. Assassin's Creed. I bought really? that. Was that, it? Was that a game? Yeah. Today, oh, I, I had Luminous. Luminous. Great. I that. Great version of Luminous. My uh-huh. favorite Luminous. PSP game. Yeah, mine too. I played um, the shit out of Rayman. I mean, was my, Rayman a launch game? I, I don't know. I think so. It was good. I just when I got mine, I paid forty dollars for Persona Three again, and yeah. then transferred my save from my PSP where I was playing it and played ninety hours of that. Sure. Oh my god. Seventy-five hours of Persona Four. Uh, Gravity Rush, I loved. So I think we can all agree that Vita has like had so much potential that's like not been. It's like frustrating. Met. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. Rest in peace. Vita. I love my Vita. That's, I can't. I need to go finish Dragon that, Grandpa too. Like that OLED screen. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore. Well, mine's OLED. Mine is too. Yeah. Mine is. I have the white one. <laughs> I have the nice. black one too. Uh, the Vita's great. Yeah. Do we want to go? Yeah. I have, I have three. I have three games. Okay. To talk about for I have one that goes back twenty years. What's the furthest you go back? Uh, twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah, well, I have that one. Start too. with that one. Let's I'll, start there. Okay. This week in gaming, nineteen ninety Super Mario Brothers three. Oh shit! I have a thirty what? year. What? I have a th- you get out, sir. I have a thirty. That is year. one of the best Mario games ever created. <laughs> you shut up. I forgot. I have a thirty. I don't have a twenty. I have a thirty year. Okay. Anyway, well, we're yeah, talking about Mario Super Mario Three right now. That's my favorite. Personally, Mario Three is a really good game. So fucking good. What, what, what are you going over here? Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Ball <laughs> is about to leap across the table. Actually. That's the most no, wait. I've <laughs> ever seen him care about What's, anything ever. Because I the love Japanese this game. Release of Mario Three or the American? I think it was American. Because I saw the Wizard in the movie theater, and I thought that was during the summer. And Hold then I bought on. Mario Three after that. I've accidentally done this before, where I could have sworn it said oh North God. America, but it actually said the, Japan. I want to say and it, Japan doesn't count. I want to say it was U.S. Pretty sure it was U.S. And I'm pretty sure I looked it up before. Before we do this, just to make sure, Super Mario Brothers 3 for NES was released on this day in North America 27 years ago. So February 12th. Hmm. Yep. According hmm. to my source, that is this Twitter account. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, it's my favorite. I like to be in having the tail and you fly and yeah. you hit the bricks. Can you it, had a, it had a lot of really good power-ups and the, the world selection like with the map and everything was really cool. Okay. Had items that interacted with all the like, different objects on it too. Yeah. The Wizard, the film, the with Fred Savage. Yeah, it came out in December fifteenth of nineteen ninety or nineteen eighty nine. Whoa! So it was a holiday. It was pre release. I'm telling you, The Wizard was a a ninety minute commercial for Mario Three. It was. Okay. When I went to this movie theater, I was eight years old. I got a little mini Nintendo Power (laughs) that was all about Mario Three. Mario Three was in the game. 
It's the first time anyone saw it was in this movie. And then two months later, the game comes out. Right. Of course, everyone. It was my it was my Mardi Gras present. You know, <laughs> I did not have to wait until June, my birthday, to yeah. get this game. Game's what's so your good. what's your thirty? So one? thirty years ago this week, um, a game called Contra came out in mm. arcades. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it's like that. Nobody played that, and if you did, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like I, I dare you to play <laughs> yes. the arcade version of Contra, right? It's downloadable on 360. I can't even beat console. What are you Contra. looking at me? What, well, you're looking at their monitor, like weirdly. I have a new special stage. We'll get to this okay. in a second. So yeah, so Contra, a game nobody played in the arcade, came out. But once the NES version came out, man, if you had a friend that had a Nintendo, they better had they better had had fucking Contra because there was no better game to play with a buddy Dude, than Contra. Still get like. Oh my jazzed god! About it, like, yeah, and it's 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 still it's to this day it sold like a billion copies, and it's like thirty dollars yep. for a copy of Contra. Like, yep. what's up with that? It's crazy, or more. Yeah. But um, I yeah I I downloaded the arcade version on 360, thinking it would be the Nintendo version. This was like ten years ago, right. and it's terrible. I do not like the arcade Red, version. Not a good version. But thirty years ago in arcades, you could play Contra, which is kind of cool. But terrible. Nineteen eighty seven. A long cool. time ago. That is a long time ago. I wasn't even born. I know. Uh, I was born 20 years ago. You were. You're only 20. No. You're 20 years old. I was alive 20 years ago in 1997 when this game came out this Wait. week. Oh, a game was it? 97? Was Dude. it on PlayStation? Nintendo 64. Oh, yes. Space Station Silicon Mario Valley. Kart. Mario Kart 64 Mario Kart came 64. out this week 20 years ago. That the was a game. Mario the worst time. Mario Kart of all time. No, you get the fuck out, sir. <laughs> Let's the introduce go- a blue good. shell that just says fuck you to any type of skill in this game. Yep. Just get a star, man. shitty ass looking carts game. that drive around and control like garbage because everything's delayed. Nah, because man, you get you're hit just... by something, then you spin around like three seconds nah, later. Nah, man, get good. Yeah, yeah, that was the first game. You're, talk, you're talking yeah. to a Mario Kart 64 champion right here. He does have so. a medal. That's true. He does have a medal. Champion. You were, yep. Get I good, never, son. I never really, um, you know, during the N64 years, I never played. Maybe StarCraft had just come out or will have because by mm-hmm. then I would shifted from 64 to PC. Yeah. Um, but I never really played much Mario Kart 64, which is crazy because I loved Super Mario Kart. And then got, you know, yeah. like Double Dash, like the day that came out. Oh, for Double Dash for some reason, I just skipped 64. Mm-hmm. I own it, but right. I'm not good at it. So, yeah, I know everyone loves Mario Kart 64. It's the easy one to bring over. It's the easy one to set up. It's the one million people have the most nostalgia for. It's four players. Fuck the blue shell. What's, <laughs> you can't be the... Um, Double Dash is better. What was I mean, the character? It still has the blue shell, so... Better. You could dash out, out of the front right. There's, they didn't add the... There was this character that was in previews of Mario Kart 64 that's not in the game. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, Drivers. No, but he's like the magic guy. Oh, uh... The uh, Magic Koopa, not Magic no, Kamek. K-Mac. Yeah, K-Mac is in preview builds of that game, yeah. but he is not playable in the final version. Also, you never get a star when you're in first place. So I mean, you can get it in second place. Fuck you. Just hold on <laughs> to it when you get in the first place, and you're good to go. <laughs> I mean, it's it's possible. I've it's done true. it. But Double Dash, you could dash out from under it. I mean, only if you're, like, frame perfect. And eight's the best one, because they the horn. Fuck you, Blue Shell. <laughs> um, and then, the last one I have is not as old. came out in 2008, but it's a game and a franchise that's near and dear to my heart. Sounds uh, great. No. <laughs> this week in 2008, uh, Professor Layton in the Curious Village came out on Nintendo DS. That's the best one. It is okay. the best one. Has, has everyone beaten that game? Curious Village? Yeah. 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 So I... 
I was actually surprised at the, the end twist, yeah. with yeah. the twist that what they were twist. all like mannequin yeah. people, yeah. like yeah. dolls. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy to me. That I, was awesome. That was cool. I really like that because the whole time you're like, why does he put this in the bag? Is he evil? It's like, oh no, they're all just yeah, little robot people. Right. <laughs> that was really neat. I'm in. The, I got. We were talking about Professor Layton last, last night. Last night, yeah. And uh, I mean, I got to the middle of the fourth one, and I just kind of stopped. It's like a weird prequel. There's like a shadow yeah. monster or something. That's kind of stopped. I really wanted to pick it back up, and then it's just like that thing where it's been too long. So yeah. I you'd like have I to should. start all the way over. But yeah, I don't know. I want to go back to it. They're making the new one. Lady, are Layton. they? Yeah, you're a lady. What about the the Leighton Brothers on iOS and Android? That's not the same, is it? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's uh, I don't think literally. It is, yeah, it is a Leighton oh, game. I know. I didn't know if they're just like, just like a pay to play or whatever. Is it? Is it on? Is it on Android? I'm looking right now. I'm not know. sure. So, I mean, have you, have you all played any more of the the Leighton series? No, not not lately. I played Professor Leighton uh, <laughs> versus Ace Attorney, and that was pretty fun. Oh yeah, and he gets to that too. I, I, I didn't buy that. Is that expensive now? Uh, I don't think so. I think I have it somewhere. Check. Can I have your copy? No. <laughs> I, I'm also on the third one of that game. I need to finish too. And Dragon Grandpa too. So many like visual novel puzzle games. I just wish they made more Phoenix Wright games. Yeah. Like they left that series in the dust. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe on the Switch. <laughs> Maybe they'll finally make Phoenix Wright Five. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. So uh, on Amazon, Leighton Phoenix Wright is fifty dollars. So if you don't have that game, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. still affordable. Yeah. Better buy it now before it's a hundred. You can email the show if you want to. GameWareExpress at gmail dot com. But before we end the show on special stages, real quick, I have a giveaway. What we got? King Crow Studios gave me a code for our newly released game, Necroball, on Steam in early access. And it's yours to one lucky winner. How exciting is that, Vaughn? I mean, that's pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting. I mean, it's a good game. Yeah. All you have to do to win a free copy of Necroball is like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GameWareExpress, and then go to the comment section of this podcast episode that I post, episode 165, and tell me one of the characters' names from the game. That's all I have to do. Just leave a comment with the name and the code is yours. I mean, that's it's that, easy. It's that easy. So. I just made the post. I made my comment. Perfect. I liked your page and commented. <laughs> Facebook talk, Facebook.com slash GameWareExpress. Go to this episode's description link thing and click the comments. I did a giveaway with Tadpole Trouble not so long ago when those guys were on the show. Someone went to our profile picture. Don't do left that. Left a comment. Not a winner. Sorry, bro. Person who won. Go to our episode, episode 165, and leave a comment in there, and you get a free code for Necroball, the competitive sport amongst necromancers on Steam. How yeah, exciting is that? the number one I mean, competitive cool. necromancer sport. It's true. So, thanks, King Crow Studios, for that Necromancer code, eSports. Which I also <laughs> technically work part-time for, so full disclosure. And that brings us to special stages. Who wants to go first? Uh, I will, because oh. I'll to get up and answer this phone call. Okay. okay. Um, uh, Oh, on Valentine's Day that just passed, Melissa got me a Fitbit. Your lovely wife. Yeah, she's wonderful. <laughs> I got a new Fitbit. So, so cool. He's so fit. Yeah. I think been... you just got out to walk around just to get his steps in for the yeah. day. Yeah, I got <laughs> I, I to gotta get my steps in uh, daily. And Do, like, wicked punches count as steps? Yeah, well, if I do it for, like, ten minutes, it'll track, like, any exercise. It'll Whoa. track it as, like, aerobic exercise. <laughs> All right, so cool. cool. So it's pretty awesome. I'm loving it. Man, y'all got me. You have one. Your wife has one. One of our good friends mm-hmm. has one now. I'm like, yeah, I feel less out of the club. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Club fit. Club yeah. fit, fit. Fit club. Club fit. 
Yeah. That's really I cool. love it. Nice. Healthier already. Yeah. Yeah, you look great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost 18 pounds. I know it's weird, it's but I, I was worried. Yeah. <laughs> so quick. <laughs> So it's it's working. I gotta get one of those things. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> also, I had lipo, so yeah, he was really fat. Yeah, I fixed it. So as we were recording, my sister tagged me in something on Twitter that has me excited now. Uh, you know, Disney's making all these live action movies of all their old famous cartoon movies. Yep. Got Beauty and the Beast coming out in like two weeks. The um the Ducktales one looks really weird. Yeah, it's like yeah. human ducks. It's <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Uh, John Favreau did Jungle Book. I never saw that. Iron Man. It was good. It was good. Iron Man. Man. Um, My favorite Disney movie. One of the next ones on the docket is The Lion King. With real lions. Directed by Jon Favreau. Directed by Jon Favreau. (laughs) I don't know about real lions. But I was like, "Uh, I don't know about that. But now I'm a little more excited about it because they announced who's going to be playing Simba. Oh, is Uh, it JTT? Nope. Kirk Cameron. Nope. Uh, Um, Wait, who's? uh, Michael J. Fox. Sinbad. Nope. Nope. What? Um, this is all that's left. <laughs> um, uh, the Rock. Ooh, that'd be good. No, uh, the guy, the Ferris Bueller. Nope. But yeah, he was, he he was, was it was before. Yeah, it's uh, Childish Gambino himself, Mr. Donald Glover. Oh, excellent. Interesting. So that's right. really exciting. He is like blowing up. He's doing great. Good for him, man. He's, he's uh, so hot it. right now. So he, hot yeah, right now. He deserves all of it. He's gonna be in Spider-Man: Homecoming coming up. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be character. in the Han Solo solo film. He is Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, well, he's Lando, but close enough. <laughs> that's racist. Han Lando. <laughs> so that's really cool. I'm a little more excited about this now because I love me some Donald Glover. Who's going to be Scar? Mm. Did you get Jeremy Irons? Wait, is he perfect? Wait. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Jeremy Irons should be Scar. He's so villain. He's yes. fucking... Um, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Fuck, I'm Scar here. That's my Danny DeVito. Is so James Earl Jones so Mufasa again? Yeah. Why not? Why not? No, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's a good thing. Like, yeah, I'm, he should be. I'm glad he's Mufasa again. I just yeah. think it's kind of funny. It's now, who's going to be. T- you can't recast Timon and Pumbaa. It's got to be. It uh, still has to be Nathan yeah. Lane. You just got to bring everyone back from the cartoon and then just have Donald. <laughs> I guess. Yes. I just know if there's it's no so Nathan iconic. Lane or the guy from Saved by the Bell, like, it's got to be those two guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who. Mr. Karosi. From Saved yeah. by the Bell. Okay, if you that can't was... have those two, just get Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Yeah, that would, yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd funny. Be good. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. So iconic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're great. That's great. I'm excited for that now. Good job. Yep. Okay. Do you want to go, Steven? Do I think I know what yours is? Oh, well, let's play a game. What do you think it is? Well, I, we saw a movie this week, and we usually talk about movies when we do this. So. We saw a movie. Oh, yeah, we saw a Lego Batman the movie. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you, if you like having fun and laughing, <laughs> you should check that out. If you don't like good things, I don't recommend this film. Right. Oh, because okay. it's very good. Awesome. If you only like bad things, then you should probably go <laughs> see something else. Um, but yeah, this movie was so funny and clever and had lots of like little quick, man, you're going to miss it moments right. if you're not paying attention. And it went places I didn't even really think that it would go to. Yeah. Like, not to spoil anything, but I'm so glad it did. I agree. It was just, it's, it was awesome. Have you seen it, Yvonne? No, I haven't. Oh, I would I love to see it again. It was yeah, great. It, it, it's really good. And I don't know. It had a lot of high ratings. So I still wasn't expecting a lot out of it, but I'm really glad. And it's hard, it's you know, good. following up uh, Lego, Lego movie, movie, which was fantastic. phenomenal. And the fact this wasn't Lord Miller. Yeah, it wasn't the same directing team, same yeah. writing team. But um, it was really good. It was great. And I maybe I'll, I have no interest in Ninja, Ninjago, but yeah. if it reviews well, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. 
keep this Lego cinematic universe. Yeah, going. It's, it's a cinematic universe. I felt like we went on a Monday night, so it wasn't very crowded. My favorite type of theater to be in, but like I felt like we were the only ones oh, laughing. Yeah, we were we were hamming it up, man. Yeah. But nobody else. No was else. Like, I think the people behind us laughed a little because yeah. we were laughing. Right. But it's like <laughs> we were old ass dudes laughing. At yeah, these, these we were fucking movies. laughing from like the first joke. Yeah, like it was great. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Good movie. I recommend. There's like a lot of movies out coming out and coming out. I really want to see. Before you, I have a two-parter. Um, so Prince is now on Spotify. Um, yeah. Rest in peace. So before you go and watch Lego Batman movie, you should listen to the Batman 1989 soundtrack there. because, well, yeah, but it's it's Prince. The whole Batman mm-hmm. soundtrack is Prince um, because he did the whole album for that film. So before you go watch Lego Batman the movie. You can enjoy a Batman soundtrack by Prince on Spotify or mm-hmm. whatever your streaming services that you use. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good times. Vaughn, take us home. Uh, Slam, the South Louisiana major, is Come getting a little bit Slam. more exposure now because now we've partnered up with the Brawlhalla Devs. Whoa. Yeah. They will indeed be coming with quite a few setups to Slam for a – Free to play tournament. Whoa, I like a, free and playing. With a $250 pot box. I, I like money. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you love playing and you love free things and you love money, come check out Brawlhalla. Full disclosure <laughs> the Brawlhalla team over at CEO in 2016 <laughs> exclusively gave away uh, Renee and I's Perler designs as tournament oh, prizes nice. yep. last year. That's so that cool. was pretty cool. Yeah, the Brawlhalla guys are really cool. Like, And I actually like recently played Brawlhalla for the first time, and it's it's a fun game. Yeah, it's totally I fun. Do, I do like it a lot. It's so free I'm to play. Really, I'm really glad that they're coming. And that, that puts Slam up to. $2,650 of pop bonuses. I'm going to win it all, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Come at me, bro. That's a lot yep. of games to play. Come at me, I'm bro. paying next month's rent for this shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if you want to play, we're, we're going to be playing on April 1st at the Embassy Suites in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You can pre-reg on Smash.gg. Just look for Slam 2017. And it's going to be a fun time. I would also I like to announce I'm personally uh, throwing in $20 uh, sponsoring a Clay Fighter tournament. <laughs> uh, so favorite. we're going to have a Clay Fighter set up at Slam, and whoever wins the tournament is going to win 20 sweet dollars of that my own bonus. money. That pop bonus. And I'm not even charging a fucking entrance fee to play this goddamn <laughs> game. But I'm going to give away $20. They're not going to allow me in the venue. So I'm probably going to be sitting <laughs> in the parking lot with a cigarette lighter hooked up to my Super Nintendo and a television. So um, 20 bucks. The biggest, yeah. biggest smallest tournament, tournament there. You, smallest prize you can win. But um, Is uh, Tekken Tag terrible. Team bowling at no, Slam? No, man. God damn it. You keep asking this every time. No, man. I'm hoping every week maybe they'll change your mind. <laughs> Is NBA <laughs> Jam at Slam? No. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I feel like it should. It's, it's, <laughs> it's right it in the actually, title of the tournament. Y'all need to expand <laughs> into the sports. I mean, Can we bring uh, like a basketball <laughs> arcade game and just? Ooh, Whatever, you can't slam it because it's you know yeah, just three you point shoot shootout. It. I mean, next year when we become a two day event, we'll probably branch out to other like titles and like the sports category. So. Windjammers, Windjammers, I mean, twenty seventeen yeah. game of the year. I mean, <laughs> speaking of which, I think the open beta came out for uh, Disc Jammer. Whatever. Yeah, we were talking about Windjammers and knockoffs. That three D, like three D behind the shoulder. I want to try it out anyway though. Just play Windjammers. Have fun with that. Anyway, yeah, Slam 2017 <laughs> brought to you by Level 42 Gaming. 
It's going to be lit. Cool. And that's our show. You can follow Get me it. on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. I am at V the White Mage. I am at Steve Gameware. I don't have a Twitter. I'm, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna unchain you from this chair until you sign. They, <laughs> you know, it's only three hundred dollars to sign up for Twitter. Just I've give me the, the cash, the money. and I will <laughs> set up your it's account just the principle. for you. I've got, I've got plenty of uh, Twitter bucks for it. You can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com/gamewarebr, or this podcast, facebook.com/gamewareexpress. You can listen to us on SoundCloud when I post it every Friday, even super late like this one because it's like nine o'clock and we're just finishing this. Uh, you can also also find us on Google Play, Xbox Music, and iTunes on any RSS feed around the world. John Michael, I'm glad you're here again for the third time. Let's Me make this too. kind of regular. Maybe I'll unchain yeah. you and you can go home. Okay. Vaughn and Steven, as always, glad you're able to make it. Thank you. Yeah. Everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Yeah.